1: Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe, open mic poetry show, The Sound of Ink. The chat room is open, by the way. If you're having some issues getting into it, just refresh your page, poke it with a stick, it should let you in eventually. All righty. I want to give you the number real quick, so you can call in tonight if you would like. It is Three nine six five. That's six four six five nine five three nine six five. And uh, it's going to be a fantastic night. I'm really excited to be here. It's been a crazy week. It's this whole summer has just been a crazy summer. So I'm real excited. Things are going to be starting to slow down and and chill out. No pun intended for uh, <laughs> for fall and winter now. I want to remind you guys that Halloween this year actually falls on a Thursday. So get to writing those spooky poems so that we can all have some fun here on, 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 on Spooky Candy Night. <laughs> on Halloween night, we will be doing a special haunting house show, haunted speakeasy show, something like that. And you get super cool kudo points if you write a poem about the haunted speakeasy. Ooh, we should do like a contest or something. No, because I don't like judging people. I think everybody's awesome, but we'll figure out some kind of giveaways we can do for the Halloween show because everybody should get treats or I might trick you. We'll see. (laughs) All right, so we have a, a couple things to go through before we get started tonight, some announcements and such. I want to let everybody know that if you're interested in putting together a writing workshop with us, you are more than welcome to do that. You can message me. Probably the easiest way would be on Facebook. If you're not on my contacts list, you can find me under Nyla nyl Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Shoot me a message, let me know what you would like to put together. You can do these pre-recorded where you can actually sit down on your computer, pre-record them, edit them, whatever you want to do, add the bells and whistles, and shoot them over to me in an email. Uh, with MP3 format, we can upload it to the show and play it pre-recorded. We can do a call where you and I are on the phone, like we're talking right now, and we can pre-record a show that way. And then I can give you the podcasting. We can redo that. We can replay that. You can do a combination of both of those. You can do a workshop, and then as soon as workshop portion is over, we can jump on live if you'd like and uh, take some audience participation. You can do the whole thing live. It just depends on what you want. You know, I have to be a professional workshop provider in order to put one of these on basically we all have something to teach and we all have something to learn from each other so if you know you can do something on say you wanted to you've you never been really good at haiku and you want to underwrite a haiku So why don't you host a show on writing haikus and say, okay, guys, so this is what we're going to do. I don't know, but we're going to learn this together. So let's look at some of the different kinds of haikus, all that fun stuff. You can do something really fun like that. You can do an actual workshop where you take people through a step-by-step formula to help them create a finished poem at the end of the piece. You can talk about publishing. You can talk about whatever you want to do. Just let me know and we'll get that set up and it'll be awesome. And then I want to make sure that we thank our sponsors who helped keep us on the air for our 2019 season. This is season 13 for us guys. In uh, November, we are going to be having our 13 year anniversary. That's uh, pretty freaking exciting for me. Who knew? Who knew when we first got started that we would be here today? Very proud of you guys, very proud of this venue that you've built and the community that you've created. I'm real proud to be a part of that with you. So I do. I want to make special mention to our sponsors um, who helped, jumped up to the plate and, and kicked in some dollars and helped pay the uh, our honor licensing fee. You guys are amazing, and they took the uh, thing off the. Just so you know, because I feel really bad, you guys. I have to say, because I really do feel so bad. I had a whole list of all the sponsors, and I lost the printed out list. And I went to get it offline, and they have erased the site, so I can't get our individual sponsors in there. Um, and it really makes me sad because there were a lot of you this year and I don't want to mention one and forget someone else and that's just would be a crappy thing to do. So just just know that we as a community appreciate all of you stepping up to the plate and keeping this here for us to hang out and have fun and learn from each other. You're amazing. And we appreciate you. Okay, so now <laughs> the fun step. At the beginning of every show I do a some writing exercises and that type of thing. So if you're ever sitting there some night and you're thinking, oh, I don't know what to write about, just pull open one of our archive shows, go to our podcast, and within the first 15 minutes of the show, you will be hearing different writing prompts and assignments and exercises and things that you can do, and you'll be off and running. So I want to do the ones for this week, and we're going to start off with your journal assignment. It looks like I did. I don't know Yeah, journal assignment. So your journal assignments are – a journal assignment is – your journal, no one's ever supposed to see your journal. And remember, guys, I want these to be an actual physical journal, not your computer, not a Word file. I want it to be something, a spiral notebook, something you can hold in your hand. And this is just for your use. It's a place for you to write down random thoughts, this, that's, what not. You know it it just doesn't matter. it's just a place for you because you should be write something down on paper for five minutes every day, even if it's just a haiku you know. Look for something during your day that was worth 17 syllables and write at least a haiku a day. And that's what your journal is for. It's a place to keep all of that in. Just every day you should be writing something in your journal. It's feeding that creative side of you. It's creating that writer's discipline to have that pen moving every single day. You do your adulting every day to pay your bills. You have to do your your creative side, too, to keep it strong and working and functioning healthily. (laughs) So your journal assignment, yes. When, and Keep in mind, too, if you're just doing a random write in your journal, start from the front and work back. But when we do these assignments like this, that are things you may want to look back at eventually and find again, what I've always found the easiest for me to do is on these types of things I'm going to know, I know that I'm going to look for, I go from back to front. So, random writings go from front to back, and then all my lists and things like I'm doing like that, uh, prompts, things I write down I want to find again, go from back to front. And there in the middle, the two shummy. Um, but so we are lists. Hey, I mentioned lists. We did those last week and we're going to be concentrating on those a little bit because I cannot emphasize, emphasize enough, the power of lists. When you do these, they push you past your core ideas and make you think outside of the comfortable. Um, it provokes unique thought. The longer you make the list, the more creative you have to push yourself, you know, when you get to that point where you're struggling for ideas, where you're just trying, you don't know what just, you know, it's like, I don't know what to say now. When you get to that point, you have to keep going, keep writing your ideas, no matter how ridiculous they are until something happens, there's going to be a crack in that wall, right? You have to push yourself outside of that so that you can find the ideas that, I mean, there's this, this incredible place that once you unblock it, it's just full of, of unique idea treasures. Um, and you need to push yourself to find them. You need to push yourself past the comfortable until all of, a sudden, some, all of a sudden something clicks and you take off. You have to do that. You have to push yourself. This is what doing things like this and going past the normal is, and, and we'll talk about this kind of a little bit. You'll get an idea of this in the next Part that we're going to do, but it's 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 important. Well, you understand, okay. Anyway, so journal assignment, your list. Make sure you do your list. It just it makes you it makes you write things, pushes you past that comfort zone, and it makes you create those images that surprise. It makes you create those sentences that are unique. That make you. Look at something as common as a pencil, but make you look at it like you're looking at it for the very first time, to be able to create that kind of imagery, you know something that that different that that sometimes it could, that image can linger i mean there's things that I've read I read when I was little that have still stuck with me, you know that that can linger with you a lifetime after. After someone hearing them, that's how you find those ideas. Okay, so with that said, that's why this is so important. Your lists. We're doing lists for journal assignments right now. All right. So at the top of your page, I want you to write down this phrase: All right, the whole world belongs to. Blank. The whole world belongs to. So I want you to start your list, and I want you to write down everything that you would include or the different ways you can finish that sentence or thought. The whole world belongs to, if you look at that with a thousand different eyes, what would those thousand eyes see? Okay. The whole world belongs to, and finish that thought or sentence. Remember to push yourself. Make yourself uncomfortable. Be wanton. Make your pen notorious. (laughs) All right, so next I'm going to do our writing exercise. Now, the writing exercise, we're going to talk about vocabulary, and I think it is really, really important to work on your vocabulary. I mean we have to we have to have some writer's discipline in order to I mean you have to have that whole input thing in order to have output. You have to do things to nurture that creative side of you and to make it grow always feed it more always feed it more it's insatiable the more you give it the more it wants the more it wants the more it has to produce all right so there are words that we get very comfortable using you know our our vocabulary consists of words we know and use every single day and the words we use regularly are the foundation of how we communicate with others so it's like when you have a, when when you have a wide Variety of words to choose from. You can strengthen and clarify that message when you're trying to communicate purpose. So, contrary to popular belief, having a large vocabulary doesn't mean using big, long, complicated words that are hard to pronounce. It doesn't mean using fancy words that no one's ever heard of. Um, you know, it's about choosing words that communicate your message. Consider the examples um, I went to the store. Uh, I rode my bicycle to the farmers market. I pedaled my bike furiously on the quest for fresh apples. Okay, do you see how the meaning in each of those sentences, how it's different? So the words you choose can change the overall style, tone, and meaning of what you write. You know, so each of those provokes a completely different feeling, different just, just a, a whole different image. So kind of think about that. I went to the store. Um, I don't remember what the other ones were. <laughs> you can listen back to the archives. You can hear these again if you if you don't catch something I say. <laughs> Pedaling my bike furiously on a quest for fresh apples? Yeah, that was one of them. Okay, so sadly, many people neglect to improve their vocabulary um, as an essential writing skill. And it's most of the time it's because it just doesn't sound, it's not fun. You think, I mean, that's like schoolwork. I'm going to improve my vocabulary. Blah, 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 blah. Now you don't want to do that. That doesn't sound fun. So it's it's kind of funny because there's actually things you guys do every single day that help to improve your vocabulary. Um, a lot of them you do and, and you don't even know. You don't even know you're doing things like um, playing games, like, uh, for example, Scrabble, Boggle, uh, categories. Um, doing crossword puzzles, doing word searches, that type of thing. All of those things help build and strengthen your vocabulary. And by the way, for those people of you who are on the go and use your phones a lot, there's um, some real cool word apps that you can use on your phones. Uh, one of them is like mill Games or something like that. And one I'd like to play is when I'm sitting and stuck somewhere, nothing to do, um, is called Wordscapes. So, you know, you would be surprised. You know, you wouldn't think about this. Like, oh, this game's fun. No, you're having fun and you're building your vocabulary. So you're already doing these things. So one of the things we have a base vocabulary, base vocabulary, and those are words that we're drawn to, that we use often, that we're familiar with, that are that are really hardwired into our brains. And many years ago, I caught myself um, when I was writing, I would use words, the same words over and over again, like um, wind and and wild, or moonlight, or you know, just just common, simple words that showed up a lot in my poetry, and everything started sounding alike, and it was like I was writing the same poem in a bunch of different ways, just rearranging the same words, and so it really got me thinking about different ways, being able to create those unique and different ways to say things. So I started carrying around a thesaurus, which, um, by the way. Is my favorite book ever. It's like one of my big three, meaning it's one of the three books I take with me everywhere. Um, one of my favorite poems I've written is from playing around with the source, thesaurus. I was looking for a word that meant, or I was looking at the word twins because I was going to write a poem about twins. And I found the word monozygotic. Okay, and I know I said that they're not. you don't have to use great big, huge, fancy words up there, but, you know, it, monozygotic is not a word that you would hear every day. But it's still okay to use words like that without seeming like, you know, an elitist ass <laughs> if the poem clearly shows the meaning in its content. So, you know... If, if the, you know, the poem I wrote was clearly about twins, which, which explained the word monopsychotic, but it just sounded cool to me. So you have to know the rules to break them, I guess. <laughs> All right. So um, for your exercise this week, we're going to work on the vocabulary skills. And to do this, I would like you to take a poem of yours. All right. Take a poem that you've written anyone. Maybe one that you don't really care for and you don't care if you butcher it up or take one that you really like, (laughs) because that's going to be difficult. (laughs) It's like, no, this is perfect. Oh, I've got to change it. No. Ah. All right. So that's especially hard for you, those of you who don't edit. So I want you to take a poem of yours. And this one it may be easier to do on your computer just because, or you can do it in your journal, either one. But if you don't have a hard copy of a thesaurus, shame on you, go to your used bookstore and get one. Um, if you don't have one, then you can use your computer. You know, So you can do this on your computer or in your journal, whichever one you like. But I want you to write your poem down. And then using the thesaurus, I want you to go through your poem and completely rewrite it. All right. So... Using the source, rewrite the poem using replacement words for the existing words. For example, um, what you can re- uh, how, how could you what words could you use to replace the word smile or sky or wandering and so on? And this is actually really fun. So um, you know, the, if you don't have a the thesaurus, thesaurus, yeah, if you don't have a hard copy of the source, use one online. The website that I like to use is called RhymeZone r h y m e z o n e Um They have a bunch of different tools on there that are really useful for for uh, for writers. And sometimes I'll get stuck and I need to look something up. And if I'm at the computer, I'll use that. So rhymesone.com is the only one to use. So yeah, that's what I want you to do: play with your vocabulary, rewrite your poem, use different words, new words. You know, and and have fun. You know, think about those those elitist snots who use words that you just know that they're highbrowing you, right? <laughs> They're not. They're not just have a high IQ. You you know the ones I'm talking about, the ones who intentionally use big words so you think they're smart, or to make they want you to look dumb. You know those poems. You've seen them. So, um, oh God, what was I going to say? Oh, so think how much fun it would be to be that person for a moment, only in the privacy of our own homes, where you know we don't offend and and you know upset people. we don't want to make yeah yeah you know, we know it anyway you know what I'm talking about so anyway but how fun would it be to write a poem like that you know take your poem and rewrite it using every single highbrow word that you can that you can find in there and just read it and, and it'll make you laugh <laughs> you'll have to be doing the whole Webster dictionary how do I pronounce this word thing because I had to do that with monozygotic when uh, the first time I saw it took me forever to learn that to say that word correctly. All right. So yeah, that's it. That's your writing assignment and your writing journal assignment for this writing exercise and journal assignment for this week. Then we have two prompts for you. Now prompts are different than those. Those are just basically free writing, you know, out of your head stuff. The poetry prompts that we have for you, they are, uh, their intention is to inspire a poem. So, you know, they are to uh, help you produce a finished poem. And in saying that, this can be uh, your poetry prompt. It can be the title of the poem. It can be a line in the poem. It can be the general concept of the poem. Or you can rewrite the line if you want to, if you need it to. Um, you know, if you want to change. Oh, that's really funny. I just was trying to rewrite this line, your prompt for tonight. And it was, you'll see. Anyway, so like I said, title, line in, or the concept of your poetry prompt. For this week is vodka in her hand. Vodka in her hand. So I was thinking, how can I rewrite that? In her hand in vodka. Why would her hand be in vodka? Okay, that one's going to be an interesting prompt. All right. So yeah, writing prompt. The poetry prompt for this week is vodka in her hand. Now the last one is that's my line and what that my that's my line is it's a borrowed poetry prompt that means this line i stole out of someone's poem that read last week and whose you know whose poem will it be next week some one of you guys reading tonight i'm going to steal a line out of your poem and it'll be the prompt for next week so the one we have for last week the prompt is from that's my line borrowed poetry prompt it is behind the moonlight behind the moonlight and that comes from a poem that soldier blue read last week behind the moonlight all right awesome so that is your exercises your prompts have fun with those And uh, if you missed any of that or I got you confused anywhere, then just go back and listen to the archives after the show and you can take your time, start and stop the podcast, write down what you need to write down. All right. Awesome. So once again, the number is 646-595-3965 is the number to call in. Uh, We are going to play an audio track real quick. We always start and end every episode with an audio track. And uh, so, if you are a recording artist and you would like to have that played on the air, you can email it to me at, and the word that is is in, in the title, the Speakeasy, t-h e the, the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com. Alrighty, get, the, get those sent over to me. Make sure in the subject line you put something like MP3 file, audio track, recording. Uh, so it kind of stands out for me, and we'll get those uploaded in the show's library and play them for the world. The piece that I chose tonight is by beautiful Miss Epiphany Castro. It is called The Eclipse, and it is from her album Soul Flower. This is Miss
2: Epiphany
1: Castro. This is, this is
2: our, our eclipse. <laughs> Eternity is a very long forever but I will wait even as each second apart splits me as one thousand razor like swords impale my heart I can wait my love for the despair is only a momentary distraction a mere fraction of what is to come for when we lay the deepness of you envelops me with such incredible intensity. It is what it is meant to be. self teridity all ablaze with the inescapable hunger for one another. Tasting, yes. Smelling, yes. Touching, yes. touching. You are, oh yes, soft yet commanding, beckoning my spirit to join yours in our Go ahead, go ahead and lie to me, I beg of you, because your body is full of honesty anyway. Even when you try to deny what is laid upon your precious feet, you have your tail. A dead giveaway that resides in the burrows of your inside. Surfacing only when the moon is wide and incandescent, and my son descends. It is what we know. It is our eclipse. We meet and dance, the lovers dance, and trance with the knowledge of each other's every curve, of one another's body, sweetness, all demand. Interlocking hands, moist lifelines, intertwine and clasp reading our destinies. One another's Our future is certain And uncertain At the same time I see my reflection In your eyes I am your angel Eternally watching over you Bringing you into light And this thing This thing we have liquefies all doubt And insecurity So I sleep on a clean conscience Of a pillow each and every night We uplift one another, feeding our soul to halves Making us whole, driven by the mercy of the great universe She wouldn't dare tear us from one another Not now, not yet, not ever I anxiously welcome your kisses, the one that never touched my lips For I know each night our eclipse is inevitable Hugo once said that the clouds are the only birds that never sleep. I disagree, my dear, celestial twin. We, two never, never sleep, for we are filled with constant thoughts, thoughts of one another, filled with the, the luster, luster of the shining, invisible. You know, yeah, Carnality that yeah. seeps into my solar of still days and your lunar soul nights. Yet that is not all, see, for I belong to you. And you belong to me And when you proclaimed it was official And tattooed your name on my heart I was gone If you never uttered another word I would still be so satisfied This is our story The story of us Let the pages turn As the wind carries us to Our next chapter And we'll go
1: That was Miss Epiphany Castro, amazing young lady. Uh, very excited to have that track. Once again, expect to have your tracks played on the air. You can email those to me, that's at gmail.com. Get those uh, sent over to me. I will be able to play them. We'll uh, be ending the show with another track, and depending on how the lines go, if we have issues with them again this week, like we did last week, um, you know, we will get a chance to be able to play some more for you so uh, it was really kind of neat last week being able to do that play those and share them so okay now with that said if you are on hold we will be getting with you in just a moment want to give the number again real quick it is 646-595-3965 that's 646-595-3965 if you would like to call in and share something with us tonight say hello hang out whatever you'd like to do uh, if you are out and about and uh, can't be at your computer you can also listen calling in on uh, via phone line and you'll uh, enjoy the show even though you are not at your computer where you can not podcast so yeah 6465953965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 731 is our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please remember, and this is very important, remember to introduce yourself. You want to make sure that people know who's reading. And make sure that your name is attached to your work. You never want to send your work out there. You wouldn't, you know, submit your writing to a publisher without putting your name on it. So, you know, this is kind of like publishing it on the air. I mean, the whole world can come and listen to this. So, yeah, you want to make sure your name's attached. So say, hi, this is me, and this is the poem I'm going to share. Introduce yourself, important. Right now we are looking to look at the phone lines um, we're doing okay-ish. Um, so you can start out reading two poems tonight. If the lines get too busy, then we may need to cut that back to just one, but I'll let you know if that happens. So right now you can read two pieces. Keep um, your poems right at the five-minute mark. Be courteous of the people or right around the five-minute mark. Be courteous of the people waiting in line behind you. And then when you're done reading, make sure to have your URL ready. And that way you can let people know how to come find you, get to know you and your work, start building that uh, network of, of liter- literary friends. <laughs> so URL, have that ready. And then please do remember that we have a mature rating. That means that you're bound to hear just about anything on the show, with the exception of hardcore erotica. We don't need a roadmap. We don't need you to be super graphic. Um, you know, no bumping body parts. tab A into slot B, that type of stuff. Uh, keep it more on the ethereal uh, spectrum of erotica if you're going to do that um, than the physical. Um, there are some great shows for that, but we do only have a mature rating, not an adult rating, so sorry about that. All right, next. Um, let me go ahead. I'm going to give the first three callers so you kind of know where you are in the lineup, um, and you'll you'll kind of be ready. Remember, you can do two poems tonight, and first caller will be, as I said, 731 731 then we have area code 540 and they will be followed by 718 so those are our first three callers let's go ahead and grab area code 731 731
3: you're on the air hello now this is michael todd calling from west tennessee how are you just fine evening
1: <laughs> hi michael i'm doing awesome how are you
3: great sorry early afternoon where you're at uh I sent you a messenger email to give you a little detail about what I'm doing. I'm going to read a poem that's been re-released by Dorinda Wheeler. Everybody knows her as Dory. She's a New York girl. She's uh, she's really into the things that matter for those of us who are into Halloween. Let's put it like that. Yeah, she's got all that down to the science. And uh, it's a little early for October, but I've been more excited about Halloween this year than typically normal maybe because the Brock's Autumn Mix came out so early that we've been through four or five bags now. Uh, you know, it doesn't hurt you though because they're made with honey and not sugar. <laughs> and uh, anyway, uh, you know, other than my birthday and and uh, Groundhog Day, it's Halloween's become my favorite holiday. So she wrote a poem called Autumn Magic and I read it yesterday. Somebody. Grabbed it from her her, her uh, archives. Uh, it's from 2016. And she knows it's out there. We chatted. I even, I even riffed it just a little bit. Not a lot, just a little. So, anyway, Autumn Magic is, is the poem by Dory, Dory Wheeler. Here we go. Autumn Magic. Mosaic quilts cloak the trees. Weeks before the winter freeze Dappled hues of garnet and gold Majestic season, bright and bold Grab your visum, clear your space Rid the evil, not a trace Cast the circle, call the quarters Sabbath for sons and daughters God and goddess we implore Too imminent to ignore Dance and chant round the fire Bidding for our desire. Merriment beneath the moon. Magic rays till we swoon. Invigorating is the air. Ground the power with great care. This is our favorite time of year. The veil ethereal to lift is near. Ancestors free to come and go. Oh, how we love it so. In point.
4: I love the
1: whole outlander feel of that. You know, I'm always talking about using vivid imagery. And in the first line, she wrote one uh, that's uh, dappled hues of garnet and gold. You know, and maybe it's just because I'm such a huge rock nerd, um, but that, that line adds things. I mean, I'm just going to point that out for a second. I hope you don't mind, but that line really adds a couple of elements to this piece. First of all, you know, if you say hues of of red and yellow, that nowhere, nowhere near creates the imagery of being able to, of saying garnet and gold because all of a sudden you have those deep, that glitz and that deep jewel tone and, and it also adds to the hue of the magic in it because, you know, those people, the, for those people who believe that um, crystals and rocks and minerals have healing powers and stuff. So, you know, that's just, it's a very, very well written piece. I think she did a great job of that. I can tell why you like it. I'm sorry. Go
3: ahead. No, that's, that's a great point. Uh, Garnet will outread a ruby. Mm-hmm. Right there, now i said it. He has a lot of images, imagery in this thing. My favorite part, of course, was the diesel part, which I had a really good double take when I read that. But it uh, took me a minute to remember. That's that's actually, it's a broom. And I, it's made out of uh, limbs, twigs, or whatever, and of course the, uh, the stick, twined all together. Mm-hmm. You know, what can be a better image than a broom for October?
1: You know? I know, right?
3: Right. From here to there. So, anybody. Well, hey, that's my poem. That's it. <laughs> nice, nice to hear your voice. Oh. Well, You're she did a great poem. job on
1: that. Dorina Wheeler, Dory Wheeler, on uh, mm-hmm. on Facebook. If you guys want to find her.
3: Great, and I sent you the link to her, her actual original post from 2015 of Autumn Magic. Great. You know what time well, it she, is now, Nadia?
1: She's gonna laugh when she sees she's got a like on it.
3: Well, <laughs> there you go. You know what time it is now?
1: I do not know.
3: It's I have time no for clue. Me to step aside. It's time for me to step aside and make room for the real poets to come along. So y'all have a great show. Thanks for having me. Bye.
1: Well Michael, did you want to share do you want to share a second piece?
3: No, no. No, all my focus is oh. on her tonight, nothing else. Okay.
1: All right. So Dory, D. O. I. Wheeler, W H E E L E R, you guys on Facebook? Let her know that you love that piece, Autumn Magic. And that would that'd be a nice surprise for her. Michael, you're amazing. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you for sharing her.
3: Thank you for having me. Bye.
1: Love you, honey. Bye-bye.
3: Love you, too.
1: All right. So our next caller comes from, if I can get this to... There we go. Our next caller comes from area code 540. 540, you're on the air.
5: Hey, it's Little church down in Virginia.
1: Hello, you motorcycle madman. <laughs>
5: well, yeah. <laughs> uh, very, very correct, especially the second uh, part there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to hear from you, sweetheart.
5: Uh good to be here. It's uh, which there's a whole lot of folks that can't say that, so I'm way ahead of them. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, uh, I got a couple of pieces tonight, and uh, the first one I guess I need to give a little. Uh, it has to do with uh, if you're familiar with the uh, 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 Greek myth of uh, the river Styx and uh, the ferryman that uh, uh, you know he's always shown as being dressed like the Grim Reaper, named
1: Yeah, you have to pay the ferryman.
5: Right, exactly. So uh, this is a sonnet, and it's called Stygian, which Stygian has to do with the River Styx. It's called Stygian Fair. When brought to place of Stygian nightmare, too poor to pay Karen's usual fare, with what mammon will you barter your fate as Cerberus snarls and growls at the gate? What benefit will be your elegance? your arrogance, or your intelligence when you're unable to take your next breath? With what will you bribe the angel of death? What master's instruction or poet's stave will enlighten how to avoid your grave when smithy's bellows are blowing hell's coal? What profit is worth you losing your soul? Make peace with God. Be your brother's keeper. Should you wish no fright, meeting the reaper. In sonnets.
1: You need to do a video for that one. That one is incredible. That would be like if 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 uh, Vincent Price and Poe had a poetry love child. It would be that
5: poem. Oh, well there is a video for. I actually have <laughs> videos for pretty much all of my poems, but, uh, yeah, there's a, there is a video for this. This is actually one of my uh, early sonnets so this, this was something i wrote probably in the first uh, couple of months of when i started writing poetry
1: i love it oh, i uh, love i and i really love the old world language that you put in it that is pretty awesome you that's know it's kind of funny and you may be you may yeah you'll understand exactly what i'm talking about but i am i'm actually right now i am looking at at uh, what do you call it? Um, doing a doing a gold claim. I'm gonna be buying a gold mine, or doing striking oh. a gold claim. Gold claim. I'm gonna be placing a claim, a gold claim. <laughs> um,
6: a stake, a stake.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going do a going I'm, I'm gonna get a gold stake claim, gold claim thing.
6: Anyway, claim.
1: um, where I'm going to be naming it the Toil and Trouble. <laughs> the the, the yeah. Toil and Trouble well, Mine. I thought you'd like knowing that.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the three weird sisters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely.
1: Tell me, tell me, me there is not a better name for a mine in the whole world. The Toil and Trouble. The Toil That's and what, Trouble. I, I love it.
5: <laughs> but yeah, and I thought it, you'd it appreciate gets, that. If you strike it uh, very rich, you know, don't don't forget us. Uh, uh, poor poets out here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you can all live on the mountain with me.
5: Oh, I'm good. It sounds good. Uh, I got another piece. Uh, this is um, uh, actually kind of uh, by request. Uh, my uh, my soulmate and the 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 uh, the love in my life now, Liz. Uh, she uh, she had never heard this one before, and I had this one on SoundCloud. I'd forgotten. Completely about it So uh, I'll close with this It's called I Am What I Am Sensing critical speculation And not wishing to the flame Be a fan I guess I have to state the obvious That in the end I'm merely a man I know when my humanity's revealed It may cost some second takes It must be so disappointing to discover that I falter and make mistakes. Those who know me may gasp in revulsion, finding something so dire, when it's discovered that I'm tempted and sometimes driven by desire. It must be so unbelievable that I can experience love as more than a token. I guess it's hilarious when it's discovered that my heart, too, can be broken, Seeing me humiliate myself through miscalculation must really be a lark. I mean, can you believe that I, too, mess up sometimes and miss the mark? It can be a point of absolute assurance beyond any form of surprise if my loved ones and peers knew what really goes on behind my eyes. So, to all concerned, I apologize to you, sir, and to you, ma'am, I am guilty as charged, yes, I confess, I am what I am. Impulse.
1: I am what I am. And then I just picked, as soon as you got to that last line, I pictured Popeye. I am what I am.
2: So it's like this,
1: this, intense, yep. this intense, incredible poem, and then all of a sudden I turned to Popeye. <laughs> that is the power <laughs> of the spoken word, right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. That was an incredible
5: <laughs> right, sweetheart. At least it, it wasn't green eggs and ham. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
5: this is it's true. Ham, I am. But uh, I'm going to get off here and uh, give someone else a shot, uh, as always, y'all can uh, find me on Facebook, Philip Church, or if you're interested in any of my books, uh, I'm on Amazon at Philip Kent, K E N T Church. You have to search the whole thing, and it'll bring my books up. And um, uh, it's been a slice, and hopefully I'll be back here next week with some more.
1: Awesome. Love you so dearly, Philip. I appreciate you calling in and being such an important part of our family. Thank you, baby.
5: Oh, well, thank you. Love
1: you all, too. We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart. All
5: right. Bye.
1: Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give our next three callers. We have 718, 219, and then 216. All righty. So let's go ahead and take our next caller, which comes from area code 718. 718, you're on the air.
8: Good evening, Nyla. How are you? It's Jim Hart.
1: Hey, Jim. I'm doing great. How are you, honey?
8: Okay. Good show so far.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's been fun.
8: Um, My my first poem is Family Tree. She polished daily the flightless from living room butterfly table from 1936 wedding year until her 80-year-old death. As religiously as her Sunday Catholic communion, she pledged her mahogany sheen, removing lamp and doily and occasionally husband-left book, humming happily in joyous chore well done, shining sight of first thing seen through doorway reflected off dark green leather chair and in pride of mother's eyes removed now to my two-doors-down dining-room corner place of honor, rubbed not with her vigor, but with the tender, wistful feeling that it is a sacred wood carved from the outstretched branches of her love. End peace. That was
1: phenomenal. That was absolutely phenomenal.
7: Thank
1: you. You know, I love the way. You know, we we, we something that sticks. There. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's that's heirloom love. There. You know. Yeah. You can you can see that the table going through the years, the seasons, the changes. You know, always being there, just you know, piece of furniture, just like a family member. Yeah. You know. And and in the, you know, over the years it does It becomes this very sacred thing You know, and, and now she's old But when she touches that table She's touching every memory that it has in its grains It's just, I thought that was phenomenal I hope I got that right But yeah, I thought it was phenomenal
8: Oh, thank you
3: You're welcome
8: I have a second piece In loving memory My monster's were never under the bed or in the closet or, unfortunately, imagined. They were the real moans of my dying Aunt Kay's next-bedroom cancer-stricken pain. I was seven, young enough not to know the full extent of her condition, old enough to sniff its fear.
1: Wow. You know, I uh, I lived that with Grandpa George when I was little, and we took care of him, and he was in the next bedroom. That 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 was a uh, that was that was like one of those strumming my face.
8: Yeah, my my father. Un- well,
1: yeah.
8: I say unfortunately, but. He was one of the, what they call a a master machinist. So if you invented a machine, he built the first one. So even though this was the 1950s, he had all buttons next to her bed, and there were intercoms to every room. But unfortunately, when you're seven years old and the button to your room gets thrown at 2 o'clock in the morning and all you hear is pain and agony, it, it kind of stays with you forever, you know.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing both pieces. I am such a fan of yours. I can't even tell you how happy I am that uh you've been here and been calling in regularly and just a treat. I appreciate you, sweetheart.
8: Oh I appreciate the fact that you're here for us.
1: <laughs> All right. So do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come find you.
8: Okay, I'm on Facebook as Jim Hart. I have a webpage page, jimhartpoet.com. Uh, I have, besides the two poetry collections, I have two mystery novels, and all four of which can be obtained on amazon.com or any one of the, you know, uh, Smashwords or any of those uh, downloadable sites. But the hardcovers can be uh, obtained on Amazon.
1: Perfect. All right. Thank you so much, Jim. And if you think of something else you want to share, you're welcome to call back in or stay in the queue and press 1 and press 1 again and and share something else in a bit. All right?
8: Thank you very much. All right. Bye. Thank you, honey. Bye-bye.
1: All right. Our next caller comes from area code 219.
9: 219, you're on the air. Hey, now how are you doing?
1: Hey, sweetheart, I'm doing great. How are you, Brother O?
9: Doing good.
1: It is awesome to hear from you. What's been going on with you?
9: Oh, everything's going okay.
1: <laughs> awesome. What did you bring for us tonight? Hard
9: times of being two friends. Two friends. How many of this really have them? Two friends, the ones who stick with us through our hard times. Two friends, how many do we really have? The meaning depend on the hard times, two friends. My dear brothers and sisters, if you asked me to give you the definition of a true friend, I wouldn't need much assistance, because in this game called life, you have way more acquaintances in your circle than you have true friends. And, truth be told, I can count the number of my true friends in both of my hands. And believe me, there are not too many in my circle. My experience, you will have more fair-weather people in your cypher than true soldiers weather-like storms. And when times get hard, you'll discover that some so-called friends will walk out and leave you hanging. So this is my advice to you is to choose your friends and associates very carefully. Because friends is a word we use every day, especially on Facebook. And the majority of the time it is used in the wrong way. Now you can look the you can look the word up again and again, but the dictionary cannot tell you the real meaning of having a true friend. My dear brothers and sisters, I understand that this must be painful for some of you. But I have to ask you a serious question. How I many of you out there falling on hard times at some point in your life? And had some people who thought at your back, who claimed to love you and smile in your face, who thought was your best friend forever. All of a sudden they poofed and disappeared and thin in like a magician out of your life without an explanation, without any advance notice, not even a red flag or warning sign. And you had absolutely no clue about what happened because you're confused. Once you live the life of a millionaire, spending your money like you just didn't care. You took your friends out for a mighty good time, going out to five-star restaurants, drinking champagne and wine. Everywhere you went, they went. And used to tell them that Y'all ain't got to spend a penny because you was a high roller with shots of 160s and 20s in your pocket. Styling profiling with plenty of bling-bling. Oh, just as soon as your money ran low, just as soon as you got in some legal trouble, just as you ran into some personal issues and your health took the turn for the worse, you couldn't find your friends and now you're all alone. Hard times hit you like a hurricane. Things started changing and life started rearranging. Now you're all alone. All the other friends you once had, you don't have anymore. Why you ask yourself the question, Where are all my friends? Let me answer that for you. They are nowhere to be found. My dear brothers and sisters, truth be told, and God be my witness. In, in this life, you'll find out that you don't have too many true friends out here. And nobody wants to be around you when you're down in our hard times, except your true and loyal family. I've had my affairs share hard times. How have I discovered hard times of God's way of revealing who my true friends were? particularly these last uh, six months while I was going through serious challenges in my health. Now, I don't say this really often because I never fully experienced what having true friends are. Having true friends, man, in my life until a few years ago, I'm truly blessed and grateful to have true friends who pray for me and keep me lifted up who take time out of their busy lives to call and check up on me, go above beyond the duty to look out for me, speak words of encouragement to keep me going, Who willing to help me out whenever I need some men who love me unconditionally. My brothers and sisters, this poem is for every one of you who may be going through hard times right now, such as dealing with loss, dealing with challenges in your health. Yeah. <laughs> dealing with troublesome family members or children. Dealing with divorce or break up a relationship. Dealing with loss of a job. You might have lost everything you own. You may have no money in your pocket. You might have having to do with the seasons of loneliness or any degree of hard times. Now, I have a couple of words of advice for you. Sit down and re-examine your circle of friends and associates on social media and in real life and relationships you have with your family members. Take time to meditate and ask yourself what's up by you during your hard times where called a and checked up on you when you were sick. Was then there for you to shove the weight in your hard times. And who are those true friends and loyal family members that you really really then depend on in hard times? Eventually, God will reveal them to you. To close out this masterpiece, I'm going to share this quote. Friends are like a tree, some are like the leaves. And it's coming to your life for a season. Some are like the branches. Well, at first, they're there for you, but they will leave you behind dry when you step upon them. And then you have those friends that are like the roots. They'll be there for you no matter what. And once you find those two friends, you best hang on to them for dear life and don't ever Let them go Because You can replace money And receive possessions But real friends You can't replace In poem
1: Real friends you can't replace Very good message there Did you have a second one You were going to read tonight
9: Oh no. No, I just I want to do one night.
1: <laughs> okay. Well great job on that, sweetheart. Fantastic read. Do me a favor and tell everyone how they can come and visit with you.
9: Uh, you know, <coughs> for those of you not connect with me on Facebook, you can find me on the under the name Omar Brother O'Gatherman on Facebook. And as always I truly appreciate your support every week on the Speakeasy Cafe. And we appreciate you week. being
1: part of our family, honey. Thank you. And we'll talk to you then, honey. Thanks.
9: You're welcome.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye.
9: Bye-bye.
1: All righty. Our next caller. That was better. Oh, Our next caller comes from area code 216, followed by 506. So two. 1-6, you are on the air. Hello, Mama. Hey, darling. How
0: What's are you doing?
1: I'm
0: doing. I'm here, present, and accounted for. <laughs> That's <laughs> half of the battle right there.
1: It is. Oh. That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How are you?
1: I am doing really good. I'm having fun, and... Finally, finally, almost, kind of, sort of, caught up enough where my head's above water, and all the things that I've been doing and finishing and closing up from the summer, and and just yeah, I'm glad it's fall. Let me put it that way. Okay, I'm
0: digging through these forms, so <clears throat> I have decided. Uh, taken several out uh, I'll do a long form and then I, I'll just do one unless you come back to me later and the name of this piece is called A Long Poem <laughs> It's called A Long Poem About A Long Poem About Cyberspace and the people who live there Before, when we were young, we were, we were, we were all together, all of us. A while back when you were young, I was youthfully older. We were together back then, as space and time had arranged. As some of us were offended, never wanted to share the same space here in cyberspace on the planet Earth. But still, the universe dictated that we be in motion at the same time. Same station. Station on this plane. Together. Together. Although we were not headed in the same direction, we circled the planet and landed on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, different time, different place, same space. Oh, yeah, MySpace. And we waited for 400 revolutions of the moon. Now that I know what happened to you, I know now where you've been, what you've been through. Tell me again why I should remember. Tell me something I never knew about you. And why do you want to know me? I cannot imagine if we had prayed. what could have happened. I cannot imagine if we had waited to get into paradise. If we meet again the old-fashioned way, you know, by chance. I guess this is by chance. Maybe my soul would be restless and unsure if I'd even make it there. Heaven, that is. But this is cool. It's like the intermission before heaven, a lower-level rendition, the practice, getting there. It's better than a black-and-white movie and a TV with static, and then you, you who I never knew in the flesh, my spirit takes you. You go with me everywhere I go. This is the 21st century, and my time is now. Royalty and vanity aren't playing. But this cyber karma is getting expensive, investing in people that just might disappear and take your love offerings with them into cyber space gone into thin air, like into a jack lay creature who disappears after a sweet sermon. Wore your t shirts to size, brought your lies, and your books, held your dreams up with borrowed clothes and like clean sheets blowing in the wind. We were cyber neighbors until your status changed. And you mock me now. You glorified traitor. I was warned. People pleasing and pimping. And now we are no more friends. Where did you go? Cyber heaven. This is the 21st century. And my time is not now. Different world. Different understanding of how love behaves. I met you on the ground. cannot reach you now. You're living up too high up in the cyber sky. Let me get back to the ground and make the round. It will be too late. The wolves would have already devoured me. I confess I have eaten the sour cyber grapes. Your paranoid behavior betrays you. Oh Ben, people. But your secret Were faced with me A Clevelander Me, a Clevelander I believe mean, that's not How we roll Been around 360 And I'm back here with those Who knew me in the press In the 60s When I was a tender People who knew how real I am Know that respect is due Due also to those of you who follow through in the real world. And found me in cyber. Cyber cyber. Some we meet again. Some we meet and here we are. We that are left over from the same clan. Now in the same time and space. Same place. But this is not heaven. However, we are together inside the space. Shall we meet again after this? Like is there more than mere likes here? What? No love button? Since this realm is not physical, will these messages of love and letting go float through the universal traffic Like a SOS in a Morse code. Well, it's been nice knowing you. I guess. I mean, I think. I mean, I hope. I mean, really, I don't know. If you know my purpose has business with your purpose,
3: then all this is on purpose. Amen. Thank you.
1: That was the end, right? You cut out, right? So you must have stopped.
0: I said the end.
1: Okay, okay. Well, your mic when you stopped talking and then it went completely dead. It's like, is she there? Did I lose her? What in the hell just happened? That was awesome. You know, it's it's really funny because you think about social media's and today. uh, You know, do you remember? I just how much of our lives now is. How much our lives now are really lived online? You're right. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm seriously, it's absolutely crazy. And it used to be when right. you would talk to somebody and they would say, "Oh, I met somebody online." They would roll their eyes and think loser, you know. And now, <laughs> now, sixty sixty percent of all marriages are people who had an internet connection first. Mm Sixteen. Can you believe that? You know, it used to be you'd go to a church church social and you had your pick between 12 girls in the neighborhood and you picked one and that's the one you had, you know, (laughs) because it was never going to change. Then we learned how to make a wheel. Then we started leaving our own neighborhoods. Then we started, you know, flying on these contraptions called airplanes. Then we started... Yeah, you know, now now we are so spend far and scattered. Spending a lot of money buying clothes.
0: And now we don't mm-hmm. buy clothes, we just buy more more technical devices. <laughs> we uh, only need to buy clothes all- from the
1: waist <laughs> step. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, yeah, who needs them? My clothing and budget then- just <laughs> cut in half.
0: <laughs> and, the, and the part that I tickled myself was, are we going to go now? Are we going to go to real heaven? Or are we just going to meet in cyber heaven somewhere? I mean, our, our mm-hmm. realities are not just real anymore. It's just, it's just like a really fun point. I hardly get to read that much because it's so long. But I'm glad you mm-hmm. enjoyed it. And
1: it was fun. It a little bit. Yeah. So, well, I want to give you a Thanks. chance to read two poems, Mama, but I'm I want to. Um, you got a minute? Yeah, i think okay. All right, so let's bring on our next caller, because I think you'll enjoy talking to them. And then after they're done and we say goodbye to them, you can read your second poem.
0: Okay, I didn't pull out a second one, so I'll be doing that while I'm listening to the program.
1: Okay, well, you're going to want to pay attention to this caller, because you're going to be live with me. I will. I'm
0: going to pay attention to the caller, but I'm saying that one was so long, I didn't think I would. No, I'll
1: pull
2: out <laughs> one
0: more. Okay. i listen to
1: the next two calls. All right, so let's bring on our next caller. If you would like to help me greet Mama, we have area code 506. 506, you're on the air. Good evening. Good evening.
10: How good are evening. you? Good evening. I'm good, you? Yeah.
1: I, I'm doing well. Would you like to introduce yourself to both myself, Mama, and the world?
10: <laughs> this is Andrew calling from the east coast of Canada.
0: Andrew! Feels very dope, boy, my baby. What's going on?
10: Not much. <laughs> just kind of hanging out.
0: <laughs> oh, you sound so grown up now. I got to change the name.
2: You sound <laughs> so grown up now
0: you <laughs> got the same laugh though. Oh, great to hear you!
10: Thank you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I knew Mama wow. would be excited. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a couple of short wait. stories. Oh, great! Got my listening ears on.
7: Mm-hmm. so oh,
1: Before, gonna, before you read, no, wait, 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 wait. Look at him talking like okay. he hosts a radio He's ever hosted a radio show. He <laughs> knows what he's doing. <laughs> so did you, I sent you a message on Facebook. Did you read, just read it?
10: Uh, I was actually reading it while I was calling in. Yeah.
1: So I like just sent one just a minute ago.
10: Just a minute
1: ago. Yeah.
10: I asked do, you something, do, do, but I don't do, want to do. say
1: anything on the air. But inquiring minds want to know. I'm going to say yes. Because of your profile picture. did people know?
10: As far as I'm concerned. I don't really hide uh, it.
1: Mama, did you know that Andy got married? <laughs> no.
0: I don't know anything because Andy just disappeared off the face of cyberspace. Andy got
1: married Why didn't you tell me I could have like Designed your wedding invitations You know how fun that was for us
10: (laughs) Well uh, (laughs) Let's just say it was very small
1: She's very pretty That's That's a beautiful picture
10: Thank you How
0: long
10: ago Um
1: July Well
0: you're still on honeymoon
1: Yeah well congratulations, that is awesome, hon.
10: Thank you. You're
1: but I'm, welcome.
10: I'm I'm very people forget that I'm very private.
1: I don't forget that. That's why I asked. It's like, no. No. <laughs> I mean, I know you I'm your friend and I didn't even know.
10: <laughs> but I'm, a lot of friends didn't know. Uh co are still figuring it out because all they see is a ring and they're afraid to ask me.
1: Well, that I is, just told the world.
7: Yes. <laughs>
0: not private at all that is called secret agent yeah right <laughs> that's past
1: private i mean i was trying to figure it out so i was i like stalked your daughter's page and like <laughs> while, while i'm sitting here listening to the track play and and all this is like do i, I i'm not going to ask him on the air because i know he's private but um mm-hmm. but i couldn't find anything on your daughter's i mean it's like the it's just a, I don't believe she's real. I think you just hired her. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The one thing
10: I've learned about social media over the years is I don't share anything private.
1: (laughs) Which is kind of the point of of, uh, Mama's poem she just read, right?
10: Yes. (laughs) But I do have a couple stories. Thank you very much.
0: And best, best wishes to your bride.
10: I'll tell her that Okay, you ready?
7: <laughs> I have yeah, a preface finally.
10: for this poem I, I have a preface for this poem though I have two very short ones But the first one's got a, a little story before it Not after, but before I was asked to read this on air By the lovely Noreen uh, uh, Because this inspired her to write a poem Which I've never heard as of yet But she asked if I would read this on air. Okay? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. We ready?
1: Okay.
10: Each day we spend together makes it all better and better. The feeling given with a quiet, held hand, holding forever. I look at our 20 dead roses and understand lively petals that have taken more than most can withstand. They just capture all that I feel Given to me without one demand Still with us To give our love a golden seal Aged to a finer beauty With a heart to heal To some, those roses are withered To me, they have the same love As the day I got down to kneel Any dark storm with us is weathered With a loud devotion that we have unfiltered So we can feel each other every day she makes me feel so fluttered. Today's dance makes the heart sing and sway. New wrinkles give the place for a new tenderness to lay. Smile at her 20 dead roses that she kept. Happy at the life and love they give us each day. So that's the end of that one.
1: Awesome. Oh, wait, Mama, go ahead.
3: she quiet? You know?
10: Quiet, Mama. she's probably talking. You muted her. Oh, no, I did. I had to get my phone. I had
0: to get my phone. I said the 20 dead roses represented. What do they represent?
10: 20 dead roses. That's mm-hmm. the name. And it was, in, yes. I think, I was given a picture to or a prompt or whatnot to write it to. It was written like eight years ago. Mm
1: hmm.
10: So,
1: you know, Maria still has me, her bouquet of roses. Yes. Her dead and roses. So now, she, but she still has, yeah.
10: So she asked me if I wouldn't mind reading that for her.
7: She yeah,
0: has, so, a... yeah. Pardon? The roses were yeah. from when she
1: first Okay You're on wow. the speakerphone or, or something, Mama, we can't hear you.
10: So, yeah. But I have another little short one that I think you'll enjoy. Okay.
1: okay. Is that better? That is better.
0: I was God. listening to him on Bluetooth.
10: Okay. <laughs> Welcome, my friends. Nice to see you. Wondering why you would walk into this strange land, why you would bring yourself to this volcanic lair, or always looking for new tainted blood. Refreshed Will by the dry stain on your feet In this room your eyes will lose sight Staring at the darkened walls of hate Screaming quiet rage of the lost, Hung not by the weapons But by soiled hands Stronger as they feel the bruising Of the fresh flesh Hunger driven by the liquid of broken skin Tingling excitement by the feel of a snapping of a bone Shaking in a recharged venom Filled with the blood taken from the fallen. Strength given by the decayed limp body. Curiosity will be the undoing. Discover where others have helped screams. Pain adding whispers to the sky. Blood body pulses as insiders are drank. Slithering wet hands taking the maze of the brain. Another broken. bloodletting soul given to the arena. End poem. Sacrifice Mm-hmm What well, poem is that, Nyla?
1: Some type of um, sacrifice <laughs> I don't know, Andrew <laughs> I'm scared it was now you
10: inspired by a blister <laughs>
1: Oh, God, that's it I had it blocked out of my freaking brain <laughs> And no, you come back and open up old wounds, don't you?
7: <laughs>
10: it was a short one. <laughs> oh,
1: for the love of God. The blister <laughs> poem, no. Oh.
10: <laughs> wow. Seriously, it was inspired well, by a let, blister. Let
0: everyone, let everyone else in on the, um, the underlying needs
10: of the poem. Uh, I wrote. Actually, there was a prompt years ago, years ago, because this was written about nine years ago, and the prompt was to take a title of a CD and write a poem behind it. So the title of the CD, Enter the Arena, is actually a song by Megadeth, and I used the artwork off of Megadeth CD as some of the inspiration, but the majority of the inspiration came from a huge blister I had on the heel of my foot. Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: That's so gross. Now,
10: now here's where. So we got talking one day, Nyla and I did, and she's like, "Not everything gets published." Blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." But but she also said that you know not everything gets published, but sometimes there's homes for certain poems.
1: Mm-hmm. So Every poem like, has a right.
10: home. Every poem has a home. So I was like, "All right, watch this." So this poem that was inspired by a blister actually got published in a horror publication, <laughs> and so and it's pretty much her least favorite poem. <laughs>
7: it's
1: not that I don't like the poem; it's just the whole blister is just gross. That's just a horror. It's, oh, how is that poem? that uh this great, but like, yeah, it was inspired by a blister. Oh. <laughs> it was
0: awesome. It was really. I knew it was about some type of sacrifice, and I didn't understand it totally, but now that you gave me everything, it was it was really creative. And, um,
10: <laughs> well, it's it's like, like I said. It was it was it was uh, the prompt was take a song title and write a poem to it, and it's like yeah. I said. It was if if you look at these. We're like really hard rock bands they have incredible art on their CD covers so mm-hmm. I was like alright, enter the arena and then I wrote down the title and then I used to get really bad blisters on the heels of my feet and that's where it went <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow that's amazing that's really amazing I'm glad I asked. I didn't, I didn't want to sit up here and pretend like I knew exactly what it was. But it was some type of sacrifice, and that's why I got into that. You know, oh, yeah. Um, I really, kind like, of dark magazine.
10: There's a, I have, yeah, I get really I gross bushes on, on my heels.
0: Yeah, I have this bug on my page that
9: you need to see. <laughs> Man,
0: I mean, seriously, you could write a poem about this bug. <laughs> I got to say, it's called an O. Leander hawkmock O. Leander Mock And even if you don't oh. go to my page and look at it, go to uh, Google and Google. It's the, this this bug is lime green, <laughs> yellow stripes, pink and yellow and orange eyes that glow in the dark and change color.
7: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so,
10: I may have he
0: to look it up. <laughs> yeah, it's called uh, um, Orleander Hawkmonk, and the uh, botnical name, is uh, not botanical name, but the uh, Latin name is Daphnis Neri, two eyes at the end of Neri, Daphnis Neri, D-A-P-H-N-I-S, the
1: Orleander Hawkmonk. Once you see it, okay. you know, it's really so there, there's your writing prompt. You need to write a story about that moth.
10: I probably, okay, I need to see it and then he, just
1: see what it,
0: happens. Gonna, <laughs> wow. he sees it, going to be motivated because he can write about a blister, <laughs> he write about it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey,
1: by the way, Andy, Yeah. Noreen is in the chat room and she said, wow, congratulations, Andy. I'm assuming on your secret marriage
7: to the <laughs> invisible <Elizabeth> woman. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and she said, uh, oh, awesome. Thank you so or thank you very much, Andy. You did phenomenal. Thank you. Just <laughs> just wanted to let you know she was in there and, and
9: <laughs> excited
1: and happy to hear your piece that you read for her tonight. Yeah. All right, do me a favor, tell everyone how to find you, Mr. Andrew Scott.
10: Uh well you could Cross the border into Canada, and you hang a right at the yak. <laughs> Seriously, any border. <laughs> <laughs>
7: uh,
10: you can find me on Facebook oh, as Andrew Scotts, <laughs> or you can go to my website andrewmscott dot com, and I have some books in there if people are interested. And if you're more interested in books and you like Amazon, just type in Andrew M. Scott, and they should come up. The latest one I released was like a year ago, called Searching. Does
0: it does it say Andrew writer and
7: photographer?
10: Mm. Uh, on Facebook, it just says it's either Andrew, yeah, Andrew Scott, writer, photographer, or just Andrew Scott. But okay, on Amazon, it's just your- Andrew M. Scott.
0: I'm going to send the picture to Andrew uh, Scott, writer and photographer. All right. Okay. Mm. So okay. Yeah, Do the I have
1: to write first? Oh, here it is. Okay.
11: Okay, so you can see okay. it. Okay. Mm. <laughs> can
4: you guys hear me
1: wrestling tapers?
10: I was going to say, somebody's wrestling tapers, horribly.
1: I'm really mad right now. I'll tell you why in a minute, maybe.
10: Mm, because you're looking for yeah. something and you can't find it.
1: No, I opened the drawer and happiness is finding that you still have Christmas sock candy in your drawer. It's like these little uh, green tea candies from World Market, and they're awesome. And finding that you still have some in the drawer and reaching down there and they're empty wrappers. Mm. Hey. That's why I was. That's why I was digging in the doors because there, there's got to be one in here. If there's these wrappers, if I put the wrappers in there, there's got to be one. No, no, not one damn. Just empty wrappers, like four of them. What?
0: He got a beard.
1: He does. He has a beard. Wow. Yeah. And that's a picture of his wife on his profile picture. Pretty, huh? I'm not.
0: I'm not on that page. I'm on the writer's page. I didn't go to that page. Oh. Wow. I put the picture. Go look at the picture while I go look
1: at the wife. It's on your <sighs> page. You know, he you can told. hear
0: us, right, Mama?
10: Yeah, I'm feeling really yeah, stalked right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I'm, I'm talking to him. I'm saying the <laughs> to go look at the picture. <laughs> and I stopped page. him. I was on
1: his daughter's page looking for wedding pictures. And even there's <clears> nothing <throat> even on there. Because <laughs> he wouldn't answer me. And I thought, well, I want to know. And I know if I don't ask him before the show, then I'm gonna ask him on the air, and you know he doesn't like telling people anything, which is probably why I don't know. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Awesome. Great job, Andy.
10: Thank you. I must go back to work now.
1: All right. Bye. Oh, she, she's very pretty. She looks. Her eyes are beautiful.
0: And that's a nice yeah.
3: picture.
0: Okay, my darling. Thank you.
3: Uh,
0: I wanted to right. a look at the picture of the moth. I wanted to see what you had to say about it.
12: I'm uh,
10: on on um, looking at it right now. Hold on.
12: Okay.
10: Oh, that's gross. I can make it happen.
7: Gross
13: are oh, beautiful?
10: <laughs> well, it's beautiful, but kind of gross at the same time.
0: <laughs> think, oh, I can it make that happen. Everyone? That's easy. Oh, oh you yeah, you can eyes. see the eyes on the back. They turn pink, yellow, and green and orange.
10: Okay, I can yeah, I can come up with something.
0: Okay, that's All easy. Right. Yeah. Well, so then i was just It's very, to you very week.
10: unique looking.
0: I know, I know.
7: There's a
10: friend of
0: mine named Rob. He always finds the most unique things. He he loves nature. He makes glass with uh, different. Designs going through the glass, blown glass and stuff. I don't know, I don't uh, know what
10: you're going to do with that <laughs> that moth. Oh, I got, I already got something. It's okay. Oh All
0: right then. Good. Uh, I'll
10: surprise you in a couple of weeks, but I do, okay. I do have something.
0: Okay. All right.
1: <laughs> all right. Andrew, get to work.
10: Yes. All right. Have a good one.
1: Bye. Okay. <laughs>
10: Sorry, bye
1: Wow, that was a treat Got married Nine to Tellus. Tell us, what a nerd
0: Yeah, he's he, Well, don't say, don't say that He's, I, he he's, he's don't my
1: brother I can, I, can, I can say that He's my brother, I can do what I want You, can,
0: <laughs> you can't say it on the air he might have wanted His wife to hear this program You're
1: not going to call him names Yes, Mama I just got, I just got cornered, guys. <laughs> All right. So we have a caller from five seven three. We'll be getting to them next, but you need to read your second poem, Mama. Did you find one? Um,
0: oh shoot! I was sending you the uh, the moth. I didn't look for. It. I was look, doing the okay. moth thing. Let the let her go ahead. Let right. Let read, and I'll come and.
1: Okay, I'll mute you, and I will come right back and get you. Okay. Okay. All right, let's go ahead and bring on five seven three five seven three. You're
13: on the air. Oh fuck, man! Of course it is to me. Not a, hey, mama. This says a spittle.
1: <laughs> hey, love. How you doing?
13: Ah, uh, uh, bad because like I was gonna read you something I wrote, and, and that's the problem is I wrote it, so I was trying to quickly rewrite it so I could actually read it. And
1: <laughs> <laughs> that made total sense. <laughs> I was with you every step of the way on that explanation Yeah. it's been a while since we have heard from you
13: that kind of uh, stuff I don't hear from myself in. I don't hear from myself very often either so <laughs> I know that feeling yeah. I don't know, art is dead you know <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah, I'm mad at wing this because you know I, I wrote this uh, back on the 12th and uh, as I said, it's in hand, my own handwriting, so whether I can recanter it properly is, is a whole cool, another question. But I figured, fuck it, I got the time and, and the moment, and I have no internet or no device at hand, so I, I only got one for you. And uh, it's called "Thumb in the Arse." Whenever you're ready. <laughs> Go ahead. Bye-bye, Robin Records, So sings the jukebox guttural as another star dries out. Skipping smooth rocks along the shame railroad stocks is what gives pop. Then the sun cracks, but I'm no longer keeping track. Fuck, what holiday time, day, or season? Tuned out like an invalid as it's pol- pol- apocalyptic world, but no one's clued in. Gained crackerjack hero stats under self-indulgent reclusive benches. as R.E.M. is a new nirvana. Long butter glues, scabs picked for scrapbooking, bound under pages, pus-filled lesions, and toenail slivers. Hypodermic black holes, twisting crystalline red, slow to dread as the frontier is beyond any reasonable meaning gumming, retarded charades with goggle vision haze sunken in some fiery snatches.
7: <laughs>
13: lot ah, Quickly. Light another smoke as the lungs fill with carbon monoxide again. What would you buy for real with the goddamn dollar? There's only greed without reason. Hang up the disposition out to poorly shackled fields as the crow. It's to bring on another season. She waits and she wants to live forever in a rusty tabloid envisioned world she believes is false from the get go. Notions and abandoned gloves cracked on wiped asses some bullshit dime tour Cole the creative Gusto same as the Japs secretly severed humanities Norway during World War 3 <laughs> All. Leave the light on. And the last abandoned window. The gas chamber lit up for the finest gene pool. I'm going to pour a multi panic opiate disco flash as it'll be my last dash. And glorious and provocative. And- I wanted to rewrite it before I got on there. So, can't read my own goddamn writing. Any hey, true writers, they can you feel me better You can't read your own shit. You know you're a writer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. So I'm in the Irish. You know, it, it, it just uh, it, 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 it shit storm anyway. I, I lost the end of it there. As I said, I can't read my own writing, but. We, we put it on as best we could for you. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to get me on air so early.
1: That was awesome to hear, sweetheart. And did you have a second one you wanted to read, or is that. Uh,
13: no, no, I'm without device, and I'm not going to attempt to read another one of my handwritten pieces. So uh, put me on mute. I'm going to listen to Mama read because I haven't heard her in forever. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm out. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Want to do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you? I think we lost him. All right. Sinister Spittle. Google him. He is everywhere. Love him dearly. It is good to hear from you, hon. And uh, please try to call in more often. All right, let's go ahead and grab Mama and see if she's ready to read her mm-hmm. second piece. Yes, I
0: wanted to say hello to Sinister. You muted me when my friend came on. Now, that was. I did a not know.
13: To... Hang on a second. Let's
1: see if he's still there. He's still there. Let's get Sin back on. Sinister,
13: are you there? I- I'm trying to bury myself in this hole I dug. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes.
13: Mama wanted. Mama
0: wanted to you. say hi to you. Hi, Mama. Yes, muted me. That's why I didn't say nothing when you when you called me out. Uh, I, no, I know you me.
13: were muted, but I just wanted to say hey. Anyway, it was just, you know yes. one good part, one good part of my aunt air fiasco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't have okay. any devices right Lyra. now, so I got nothing good for you. Sorry. I was telling
0: Lyra that um. A lot of my words, and you you, said you don't have to use big words when you uh, write poetry and all that, but sinister used to give us lists of uh, very seldom used or uncommon words and help me build up my vocabulary. And I think it's fun because sometimes you get, like when you listen to a poet and then you know the next word he's going to say is going to rhyme with the next word that you already know. It like, it's like sometimes it's not fun, but when you can substitute that word with something else, and that really helps you to learn uh new vocabulary. And uh, we don't have to run around here like Donald Trump using bigly and very, very. <laughs> 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 and everybody knows. I mean, he's just so redundant. And so um, I know one day, you know, when I was doing a rap, I used to always say my rap about retribution. And he didn't mess my rap up now, uh, Senator, because now he's on, on the news telling everybody, and uh, he's going to get retribution. That's my favorite word. I know that's not his favorite word. He just learned it. and He's trying to let people think that he knows big words. And retribution is basically a word that even a third grader knows. I mean, really. So now I can't even say that in my rap anymore because now, People are going to think, I think that's a big word or that's a some odd, strange word. He doesn't even know words. So anyway, the name of this piece I'm going to do is called America Needs an Intellectual Gangster at the Control.
13: <laughs> right I love it. I'm going to listen. Go back to Mutant Me and, and, you know what? I found something else I could read after you do. Mama, come back to me.
1: Okay. I'm going
13: to redeem myself.
1: All right. All right, sweetheart. His father, okay, go ahead, Mama.
0: Okay. his father and his rogue friends were keeping him afloat. He is a sucker and a lame for Russia. And Putin, darn Tutin Putin, can sink his boat. Got his foot on his throat. His goofy American followers don't know doo-doo. The Democrats are baffled, and his wife is, too. Good Americans need a gangster in their life. He ain't no hustler. He's a shyster and a liar. We gotta fight fire with fire and stop being so nice. You can't put a kitten in a dog fight. Americans, you are bringing a knife to a gunfight. They give you nonsensical riddles. And watch you try to make sense out of nonsense. First, if the gig was rigged, it means he's illegit. So, you goofballs, just let him sit? Fuck the dumb shit. Only one side plays by the rules. Weapon of mass distraction keeps everybody fooled. Stay focused got some intellectual rapping to do. Y'all talking bobbleheads or yapping when you should be gangster rapping. See, I am propelled by the God mind that rules my body, but I'm still a gangster like John Gotti. Sometimes you have to stand for that retired lawyer, that uncle in the hood to be understood, that hoodlum cum laude, that jungle justice. No more Mr. and Mrs. Nice Guy. America, you need an OG in your life. And stop worshipping the bitch that you think is rich, who would throw you a bone and needs to be ditched. I mean, he will not throw you a bone and needs to be ditched. Keeping you sidetracked till America's games are gone. See it clearly or merely clear. We need an OG at the control. But watch America Disappear in peace. gangster Granny in the building.
1: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That was incredible, Mama. (laughs) Thank you. Very cool. All right. So, do you want to? um, Sorry, I was sending a message to the text because I just lost some lines.
0: Oh, you lose
1: there? I no, I got sin on there still, but I just lost about ten lines. I don't know what's going on. All right. Yeah, so let's bring him back on if you'd like, and let's see what he 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 has his second piece. Here we go.
13: Are you with us, hon? Yes, we do. All right. This is called Schism's Letter. Bewilder my under the abyss, laden dark-sided moon, a harvest which sees me cower and twinges. Reflected off cobblestone paths tiresomely traveled Eerily translucent stones Upon moonstruck shards Quietest is the bark nightmare screaming Have my core dashing Quizzically in cortex convulsions A pirated boarding Unwelcome sh- Shifts reality through the glass eyes Of an asylum stairs. The austere menacing now So feverishly from shadowbox lenses Devours humanity's virgin soul and prophecies, malvently chattering darkly through opaque corners of my mind. See me, I'm done. Jacketed, jacketed, white, and possessed, I ooze the sulfuric spirit of chaotic institutionalized incantations unknown as mine. Scattered in dimensions that held the house of devotion and family. Love spiraling out like a ball of twine away. Claw my retinas to dig inside a mind's eye That knew those memories of painted visions home Swirling calamity turns bowels inside out Raises paranoid insomniac sh- sh- shuffles in such conspiracy Inundated my restrained five points of lost reason With my medicinal liquors that sees wobbles cold Push me into the undertow that will Mark death's twinkle upon my sin Washing as out into the unknown, a well diagnosed, well disguised, funhouse of horrors seen revealed as an asylum of damnation ran under Mad Hatter's eye. Electrocute and lobotomize the flock of vacant eyes turned in a low wattage, growing dimness. I march now, an abandoned vessel in pasty white flaking halls and greasy all night diner crawls, consumed by malnourished demons that flourish in my torment. They roast my aptitude on burning steaks. My streams go absent like the life I knew. They took away my heart for each appendage quickly away. Found mirrored similarities of those I loved in some occupants of this insane place. Wasn't all a game. Twisted empowerment probed, in what's inserting a false reality not just on mind, of four chambers swivel on my shoulders instigates the cranium dissection had too long since taken place to dismay rattled and changed strewn across sticky laminate floors I'm stuck inside hell's rigid anal cavity vast yet small succumbed have I inside the rotunda of despair that bludes and tolerable agony amongst the broken few television simulcasts I live to escape, it will become, again, my reality, the nourishment found in rotted growth. Even these truths, that my family isn't more than an installment of some grand twisted atrocity, Realize now how my imprisonment in this asylum was birthed, a schism flutter of a fractured mind. And peace. Mama? Mama, are you there? Yeah, I was, I was eating. I was listening <laughs> to
4: him,
1: but
0: that's... That's the kind of ism schism you get. And you get all these words and you learn the words when you listen to Sinister Skittle. Sinister Skittle, I thought I was Senator Skittle eating my food. <laughs> 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 that was awesome. I Hi. miss my brother.
8: I miss too. Uh,
13: that was a year old piece there, handwritten, and I could actually read it some.
9: Look, there's
13: only
9: there's only
0: <laughs> one of you. Can nobody take your place? I hope I see you tomorrow. I hear from you tomorrow. The same place you dropped me off six months uh, a year ago and never came back to get me.
8: It's
13: been a
0: while. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they miss you too. Neither misses we Miss you over here. You're just missed. Nobody can take the break. So. This is true.
4: Appreciate it, Mama. Very Thank you,
1: true. Fantastic job, sweetheart. I'm glad you found a second one. You did great on both pieces, honey.
13: Oh, no, the first one was absolutely trash. I'm glad I was able to find a second one. <laughs> uh, don't don't read your first rough draft by hand ever on the air. <laughs> It's a great poem, though. Uh, once I edit it and actually put it up in type, I'll have to read it for you again. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of in this, this 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 space when I do write. I'm writing about just the absurdity of life and uh, kind of the absurdity we, we 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 in our approach. You know, we we take things too seriously. Things get out of hand, and you know, sometimes you just got to put your thumb up your ass and go with it. We're all about
0: to thumb in the ass tonight. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. If he didn't have so much, he could he would be a Harvard professor. It's very to take me, though. I said, we get, we get those students, teaching them all the big words and the philosophies and different stuff, then at the end you get the gut You little
13: motherfuckers don't even listen to me. <laughs> the Catholic Fatherhood though love me.
0: <laughs> oh man, they ought to hire you at one of these big I'm serious. You get, you, you really got a gift. You got
13: a gift. All right, ladies. Thank you very much. Love. Yep. Much love. One
7: love. One night.
1: Awesome. All righty, let's go ahead and listen. Mom, you already read your second piece. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to hang? Do you want to hang out longer, or are you ready to take a break? Well, I can listen, but um, I'm, I'm eating.
0: If you want me to comment? Oh.
1: I'll be Okay. Read some, I'll, so. I'll, I'll read something. I'll, I'll mute. You. I've got another caller coming on. I'll mute you. And you can eat, yeah, and then I'll bring the you back room. on. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Mama. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and grab area code two five six two five six. You're on the air.
12: Good evening, Nyla. Good evening, Mama. And damn, was it good to hear Sin. Wasn't it though? Oh man, been a long time, brother. I've missed your voice.
1: Heard a, a couple of people tonight we haven't Heard in a while and it was incredible And I'm so glad to hear from you
12: I know <laughs> I'm so <laughs> glad to be heard
9: Oh my lord So what's been going this on been with you? Crowd.
12: Work, work And more work And I went, a situ- I went through a situation To where Everything I had as far as My poetry And my Instrumentation, if you will, my tablets and everything, went to hell. I've lost about 20-25 new poems that just in in the ether somewhere, and I'm restarting everything again. <laughs> Plus working, it's a madhouse, but it's my house.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm just picturing you spinning plates now. You're, you're like a circus plate spinner.
12: Yes, and I got to be careful for all the breakage. (laughs) 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 I
1: just saw saw that message from Mama. Open my mic! All in capital letter. I got yelled at.
12: uh, Oh, yeah, that's Mama. She's been getting on me a little bit for not being out and about here.
1: (laughs) Mm. Well, I am glad to hear from you.
12: Oh, it is so good to hear you guys, too. Let me tell you, I have missed you. She's muted
1: right now, by the way. She's muted because she's eating, just so you know.
12: That's quite all right. That's all right. You enjoy your meal, Mom. (laughs) You can always chew my ass later. You enjoy that meal now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rump roast. Uh, I
7: thought I was
1: there for a second. That was crazy. Okay, so... What have you got written for us? What are you going to share with us? What do you want to say? Just kind of take over. Well,
12: one, one, I have missed you all so much. I'm glad I was able to get in. I just now jumped on, and I'm so glad I got in. And uh, it is great to hear Mama. It was so cool to catch Sinister. I've got to tell you, I have not heard from that brother in a while. And, yeah, I've got a little something for you. This is something I wrote for uh, the uh, Poetry of Springs Brace group. And it was taken off a quote by Alexander von Humboldt. And the quote <laughs> okay. was, And the quote was, The most dangerous worldview is the worldview of someone who has not viewed the world. And I took that and I wrote a little piece called, In the eyes. A world traveler sits on a bench in a park, oblivious to those lives around him. Spies an old gent sitting silent across the way, observing children at play with a grin. Feeling magnanimous, the traveler speaks, Hey, old fellow, do you hail from around here? With a smile, the elder replied, all my life, in a voice both content and of cheer. Well, said the traveler, I've traveled the globe. Of its wonders, I've experienced much. From Europe, Asia, Middle East, and beyond, very little of this world I've not touched. Pyramids, the Great Wall, even Big Ben. I tell you, friend, I've been around. Sailed round the Horn, seen Everest and more. A real globe trotter," the traveler proudly expounded. "Indeed," said the elder, "that sounds quite grand. Tell me, where in these lands were you born?" "A small town out in the country," supplied the travel, "Not much to see except dirt and corn." "What of your family? Are they still there?" The elder's inquiry met an awkward pause. "My parents and siblings all passed." lamented the traveler. So staying settled, I saw no cause. But in my travels, I've seen all sorts of people, their cultures and ways so diverse. With that said, the traveler seemed content, stating in humanity, I've been well immersed. The old gent smiled. The adventures sound so grand. Much of others' lives you have seen. I've immersed myself in this life, he says, Never far from home have I been. Yet every child I've seen, I also know. Their parents, grandparents as well. The legacies of their families linked to my own and shared joy in their histories, I tell. Every blessing of birth, every loss in death, and the community in strength carries on. And I will say, not one day ever the same, always different each dusk to each dawn no dear traveler said the elder i've not seen the world but in humanity i too immersed through these people's lives maybe being worldly isn't measured in miles alone but in hearts minds and in those we loved eyes and peace
1: amazing This is why I've missed you. This is why you are not allowed to ever go away again.
12: Well, I did not go away. I just got misplaced.
1: <laughs> I didn't leave you laying around. <laughs> I put no. you back in the
4: door where you belonged.
12: <laughs> no, I, I know you did not, dear. I, trust me, I know you did not. It has <laughs> been an inter, it's been an interesting exercise. It has been. But uh, well, to be truthful. To be true to the truth, I am so glad to be back. I Uh, really am.
1: You have no idea. It just hasn't been the same.
12: Trust me, I know this, you know. I mean, (laughs) don't get me wrong. I've been doing a diverse bunch of different things as far as the work has goes, which is nice, you know, because it doesn't get stagnant or stale. But there's been no days off. (laughs) <laughs> just simply have it. We have been busy, busy, busy. Continuously.
1: Well, if it gets like that so, again, let me know and I'll write you a note.
12: Oh, thank you. I probably could use
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you going to read a second piece, Love?
12: Well, yeah, I'm going to read one that I did for the Garden of Poetry and Prose. And, uh, a quote that I inspired this one was from Robert Frost: Never be bullied into silence. Never allow yourself to be made a victim. Accept no one's definition of your life. Define yourself. End quote. And the title of this is Of Self. A societal age of conformity trending toward group uniformity. Their factions make foes of the unique. Unyielding in their condemnation, stifling the human imagination, self-righteous in their feminist critiques. So assured of their correctness, free will governed by the feckless, differing opinions seen as an offense, be it Government or society, mired deeply in their false piety, make enemy of our independence. Real democracy lives in dissent. In determined minds, freedoms assent. Agree to disagree proves America's greatness. Without insult or condemnation, diversity, true strength of our nation. Free speech, not shackled to political correctness and peace. I love the
1: the rhyme pattern in that piece.
12: Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I, I noticed. I've I'm, I've been tending toward that a little more for some reason.
1: Yeah, uh, it's subtle. It's subtle because your first two lines rhyme, but then the last one doesn't at all throughout the piece. Correct.
12: Right, and then it doesn't rhyme until you go to the next stanza.
1: Mhm. Yep. Yeah, that was really that was really. I didn't pick it up until maybe you know the second second set that you read, um, but it just it could just kind of changed the whole mood and the whole feel of the piece. I really, I, I thought it was awesome. It was enough that it stood out and you noticed it. It was unique enough that. You know, it's kind of like when Rod Stewart comes on the radio, you know it's Rod Stewart. He has that unique voice. Yeah. So the, the structure of it was unique that it stood out and grabbed you right away, and it really pulled in with the rhythm of it. That was awesome.
12: There, there is an excellent poet who was an outlaw poet who has his own, own group now called Shattered Ink. His name is mm-hmm. Terry Daly. That is a pattern he uses a lot, and I think that's what influenced me. It, he uses that pattern a lot to where he has the rhyme within the first few lines and then he has something else and then he rhymes and then something it's it is. It's an interesting pattern. It grabs your attention. Hmm. I like
1: it. And why hasn't he read guess, on this show before?
12: Uh I don't think I've read anything of Terry's and I don't know if he's been over so the So why hasn't
1: he why hasn't he been over here? I think we need to get him over here.
12: Oh, well, I will ask him. That would be awesome. All right.
1: And, and uh, you can tell him that we talked about him today, and I called him out.
12: Well, it's my fault I mentioned <laughs> it.
1: <laughs>
6: so I'll take the blame.
1: I'll say, Nala
6: Lisa knows about you because I opened my mouth.
1: <laughs> Dang it. Now you're going to have homework.
12: <laughs> oh, oh, Yeah. Hit him with it. I want to see what happens with that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All
1: right, sweetheart, do me a favor and tell everybody how they can find you.
12: Well, you can find me, on occasions at least, on Nyla Alicia's Speakeasy Cafe. Uh, You can find me on the Hurt Locker, which is through For Real Entertainment Epiphany Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk on a program called The Hurt Locker on Tuesday nights. Uh, You can occasionally catch me on other Epiphany uh, venues as well. Uh, I am in the anthology group, Garden of Poetry and Prose. I'm also in another group called Poetry of Springs Embrace. Uh, You may occasionally catch me on Outlaw Poetry or on Shattered Ink or in Uh, Words of uh, (laughs) Um, Occasionally If I can get the Twitch program To accept me again You might catch me on World Poetry Open mic And trust me I've been hearing from them as well (laughs) Because it's been a while It has been a while
1: Well we
12: miss you when you're
1: out here Huh? We miss you when you're not around
12: Oh, I miss you guys too. trust me. I miss this this is this is like my therapy I right <laughs> All right,
1: and how it do we is. find you on Facebook
12: Stanley Phillips
1: Very, very good. All right, you guys, make sure you go hey. show him some love and uh also, so are you-, you go ahead
12: You can also find me in the anthology outlaw poetry. We're in cahoots. And you can find me in the 2017 and the 2018 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic. And hopefully, if my submissions go through, you will find me on the 2019 anthology of World Poetry Open Mic. Perfect. That's all on Amazon.
1: Keep us posted on all that. All right, honey?
12: I certainly will, my love, and it's so good to hear you again.
1: It is good to hear you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and mute you, but if you want to read something else, just push one and then push one again. Put yourself back in the lineup, okay? Because we are having sure some line will. issues tonight. So as long as you're on, if you want to read something else, stay on.
12: Okay. Well, All on right. to the next for now.
1: Thanks, honey. <laughs> Bye-bye.
12: Bye-bye.
1: I do want to let Eric – God, it's so good to hear from Stan. I have missed him. It's kind of like my – my. You know, I don't know. It's like – My Siamese twin friend, he's not here, and there's just such a void, and he's not around. Okay, so I want to let area code 903 know that you are not in the lineup. So 903, if you would like to come on the air and talk with us tonight, just press 1. Otherwise, if you're here just hanging out and uh, listening to the show, glad you're here. Hope you enjoy it. 903, that's 903, area code 903. Your hand is not up. Press one if you'd like to come on. If you change your mind at any time and decide you want to come on, press one then. And I'm glad you're here. Did I say that enough times? Nine, zero, three. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead and bring on area code 757. 757, you're on the air.
14: Hello. Miss um, Tamiko.
1: Hey, Tamiko. How are you, baby girl?
14: I'm doing all right. just putting some water into my coffee pot to heat up to make some tea. While I was waiting, but um,
1: <laughs> what kind of tea?
14: Um, English breakfast tea, and I know it's late at night, but I love my black teas, they're so healthy, so I, I just had a craving.
1: So, do you put cream in them?
14: Mm-mm. I rarely ever do that with tea. So.
1: You should try it, put a good dousing of, of milk or cream in it, and drink it that way tonight. So that's English. how I'm learning how to be English. I'm drinking tea like English people, so I can, so I can learn how to be I, English.
14: <laughs> I think some of them saying, they call them biscuits, but they really look like cookies. I, just
1: <laughs> I know, but, right? I've been watching that. The, what is it, the British Baking Channel, the, those British cooking shows? Mm-hmm. So I can, I can learn how to speak British, too. And it's like, so now I can say scrummy and stodgy and brilliant. See, I'm learning to sp- I'm, I'm I'm learning to speak British. It's been awesome.
14: I know. I always said I wanted to visit over there since I do speak speak some of the language of English. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, maybe not that English English, but you know, that, that's that's one place among so many I would like to visit. But I would like to, but um, yeah. But yeah, just just having a taste for some tea, so I can finally just.
1: Must
14: Chill out. My feet up. Yep. Do so, um, it. Cause I get to a point where I'm always up on my feet all day, just trying to find stuff to do with myself. But um, yep. Yeah, but I got two little short pieces tonight. Um, that I wanna share. I've been holding them in my brain while I was waiting listening to y'all, just hoping that they don't go somewhere asking them politely to please stay put. So, <laughs> <laughs> so please So, uh the first one is called Happy Hands holding a ball of sunlight, praying that rain politely ascend. Yearning for comfort. In peace
1: Aw. Alright and the second one
14: It's called Tear Stain Yoga Mat Um, In a cobra pose Aching childhood memories Trickled out of my body And onto the mat no longer striking fear in my heart In peace
1: You know you're, I have been a fan of your poetry Since the very first time I ever heard you read And you've written some incredible pieces But I have to tell you That I really think That your one of your biggest strengths, strengths Is in your short poetry I think that's one of the areas That your writing is the strongest Because it's really, really hard to create a nail out of very few words. You know, something that's going to just be driven home and stay in place and can't be shook with, with, in short poetry. Sometimes it's gets too esoteric or you don't say enough. Or, but, but you have this real talent for being able to capture it And just like hold it out there in in the palm of your hands And it's just It's just you're really good at it You know Very unique You know I'm always talking about unique imagery You know but you're talking about You know finally exhaling And letting go of those childhood fears But the way you presented That you know was, Was very Deep You know the fact that you know, these things were gotten over, but they weren't gotten over without some struggle. They weren't gotten over without some help. They weren't gotten over without you working on them, you know, which is evident in the fact that this person's doing yoga. You know, and then after all the work that you've done, all the things you've tried to overcome, you know, you reach the point where there's a crack in the wall. Things start falling out. You're going to be okay. You know, there's such a feeling Of hope and promise in that as well You know All of that rolled up into this one little tootsie roll Of a poem You know it's pretty impactful Pretty powerful and you do that Flawlessly time after Time after time with short poetry
14: Thank you I appreciate that and I have to It just popped into my mind and I kind of Want to go ahead and say it and put it Out there because you just never know But um it reminded me of one, t- one other time, and I, and I wrote this thinking about it um, in 2015, um, a- another time way back in my hometown, and I was going to a yoga studio and um, before work in the mornings, before I went to work at night, and it was so much going on and <laughs> in my life at that time. It was just like, you know, she's guiding everyone, and okay, let's, move into downward dog and then let's come on down into plank and let's do this and do that and by the time we got halfway through that said I did not care who was in that room I just burst into tears and the yoga teacher was just like oh <laughs> 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 it's going to be alright <laughs> and I was don't pay me no mind just keep teaching <laughs> And I said, I hope I said pay. Don't, me, don't pay me, no mind, just keep teaching. I will I will fight my way through this. This this is I'm having a breakthrough right here. So that's <laughs> it's
1: gonna get messy girls, stand back but don't stop.
14: Mm-hmm. The ugly crowd on the yoga mat.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. You know, and I can see it. I can, I could see it. I could feel it in the piece. It was just awesome, Tamiko. You do awesome. I really, lo- I really love those.
14: Thank you so much, and thank you for letting me share that little extra thing right there because I mm-hmm. that wanted to come on out there. So, thank you. I appreciate
1: it. You know, you should start. What are those in, like Instagram things where people, you know, will write their little snippets? And put them out there on Instagram and share their their poems like that. You should, you should create a, or pin, not Pinterest. It's it's Instagram, right? It's something like that. I don't know
14: yeah. Or you
1: can I've, do I haven't that. Done
14: that yet. I haven't tried Instagram yet.
1: So. I haven't either. I don't I don't I don't understand it. Someone email me please and explain Instagram to me.
14: <laughs> I don't know if it works like um. I went on there one time and then just got tired and got off the computer. But then I I was like, well, does it work like Twitter where you only have so so many characters or can you just post whatever, however long it is, or does it have to be a small little...
1: I know, right? It's intimidating. I have no clue. So somebody tell us. Send send Tamika and I a message and explain it to us so we will stop feeling like uncool and we can like fake being millennials
14: <laughs> yeah I've heard many people say old oh, people go on Facebook and that's exactly where I am too on Facebook I, <laughs> oh, I have
1: people. a Pinterest at least I can say that I've got Pinterest
14: yeah, that's another one I haven't tried yet I might I mean I'm. I have I may I might have to try to expand a little bit but I haven't tried any of the new ones I feel so behind sometimes
1: so. Well, Pinterest. All you do on that one is publish little pictures. So, oh. yeah. So you could like put your poems on in a in a uh, JPEG format. You know, make make mm. little memes and and publish your poems on there on your Pinterest page and oh. sign them, and they go all over the world. I'll show you. I'll show you that when we get done, okay?
14: Actually, <laughs> I don't know how to, I can do that because um, I used to back. You know, years from years back, I used to be able to tweak some
1: pictures and do some little things on mm-hmm. com and stuff like that. So, yeah, I can yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah, so go go sign up for, pin, go to pinterest.com and sign up for an account. You can start your own little photo album online of your poems. Yeah. Okay, cool. All
14: right,
1: Moving. Tamiko, tell everyone how to find you, my love.
14: All right, I'm on Facebook, Tamiko, T-A-M-E-K-O. Barnett B-A-R-N-E-T-T-E I'm also trying this new thing On Facebook Bear with me I tried to start a new page um, Not too long ago But you know It's going to take some time to build I have a few things out there It's called Write Your Soul Journey And I'm just going to try to post Some things out there For people to keep you inspired And wanting to do journal writing That's, That's something I've been with ever since they used to be called diaries when I was a kid. <laughs> so um, just want to keep people inspired and do that. And then there's TimBookTu, T I M B O O K T U dot com, um, forward slash Tamiko, forward slash Tamiko dot htm, and then poetry soup dot com, forward slash me. Four slash tameko one three. Thank y'all so much. (laughs)
1: Very cool, baby. Great job. Love you, honey. And I will talk to you next week. Okay?
14: All right. Oh, real real quick. Let me just say this. In case she's listening, I loved Mama Vicky's um, poetry tonight. Absolutely wonderful. I love that we need an intellectual gangster at the controls because we do. So thank you. (laughs) <laughs>
1: She's still on, so she will have heard that.
14: Oh, all right, then. Good night.
1: Thanks, honey. Okay, let's go ahead and bring on area code nine hundred
6: three, nine hundred three. You're on the air.
1: When you teach your students about the of hey baby, how you doing? Turn that radio down.
6: I did. I turned it off. There you go. <laughs> good. Good boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. It's good to hear from you, Eric. Good to hear from you, too, Nyla. This is uh, Eric Shulman. Uh Supposed to introduce myself, to. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> You're still okay. There? You're fine, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm a, I'm actually heading home right now too, so oh, very working cool. late like usual. So I just figured I'd jump on. Still got time. So how are you doing?
1: I am doing really really well. It's been really nice to be able to sit back and chill and relax tonight and listen to you guys. So yeah, I'm really
6: good. That's great. Yeah, uh, I'm doing good too. Mainly just working and. I'm actually uh, revamping my first six books. I have a real editor this time, and we actually changed the title to the first one, and uh, we changed the cover, and we're actually going through and checking all for spellings and all sorts of stuff, so, and we'll be doing that with the second and third book, but my Fourth and fifth books are already made and they're PDFs, and there's no editing. They are how they are.
7: <laughs>
6: so, my bring down the dimensions maybe. So, anyways, I plan on getting my books and I'm actually going to print them and I'm gonna bind them. I'm gonna buy my own binding machine and bind them myself, and they'll be like a spiral notebook. Bind uh, at the end. So, and I don't know if I'm going to sell my books or just give them away. thought about giving away to every library in America. <laughs> it would be a chore, huh?
1: That would be a really fun trip. I want to go on that trip.
6: Yeah. Now. All right. Cool. I'll let you know when it happens. i got to get my books ready first.
7: <laughs>
6: okay. <laughs> so, all right. I got got uh, my poem. I've actually read it before, but... I'll read this one. Are I read reading one or two, or, or what?
9: You can do two.
6: Okay, cool. All right. This is called uh, Must Be the Best Poem Ever. This or that poem must be the best poem ever, written with its wondrous wordplay, ponderous profoundness, vivid imagery, wisdom-filled words, superb rhythm, fabricated rhyme scheme, truthfully, life's meaning, pur- purpose, pur- purposeful subtleties, surface cliched definitions, illustrating a, a perfect painting, having something sacred to everyone except for me. It is white noise and utter nonsense at the end piece.
1: Amazing. And your second one?
6: Yes, uh, the second one. Thank you. Uh, the second one's untitled it's brand new, I'm still working on it too so it's still raw but uh, it is on me, I guess you could say that <laughs> alright uh, prideful nightmares, terrific nightscapes minute beautifications twisted, taunted, haunted tortured tales retching lots, accursed heresies condemned blasphemers macabre madness, gothic scenery, and decor, death and decays, admirations and worship, black and white witchcraft, hoodoo, voodoo, and sandaria rites, rituals, sacrifices, dressing up like dead demons, dolls, goblins, witches, warlocks, zombies, vampires, bad spirits in order to scare off the real evil spirits from crossing over on All Hallows' Eve. And Day of the Dead's Eve at midnight, when spiritual realm and our realm are open for crossing over both ways for our ancestors to come and dine with us, zombified being beings, rectifications, uh, vampires, mythologies, werewolves, legends, where, whatever's stories, Mary Shelley's Victor Frankenstein, nameless and reanimated. Life monsters, fiery, gory, uh, fiery, bloody, gory, and sugar, sugary skulls. Jack o' lanterns carved as whatever, either pumpkins or turnips. Bloody, gory stories, horrific, scary sights. That's a end piece of what I have so far.
1: That was end piece.
6: Yeah, for so far not done yet. So uh,
7: I thought it was awesome. It.
6: Thank you. I appreciate it. It's kind of like a autonomy and, and horror. It's like uh, a clean version of horror, I guess you could say, for me. So, But it is Halloween too. So. But that's true. That's so remember got. that if you, if that
1: one still one you're working on. Remember that Halloween... This year falls on a Thursday, so we'll be doing a special Halloween show, Halloween night.
6: Oh, uh, awesome. And you know Halloween's my birthday, right? And
1: I did not know.
6: Okay, not well, you know now. I know.
1: Now and I, I And I actually
6: wrote. I'll have to find my old one, too. I, I've written a couple of Halloween poems. I might write some more, too. So, but, uh, I have, yeah, that's I have awesome.
1: something important. Is- had something important to tell you, and I forgot what it was now.
6: Uh-oh. Got distracted again. Dang it. Ah,
1: shiny <laughs> object. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. That's all right,
6: awesome. You can, tell me, you can tell me next time.
1: Okay. I'll rem- I <laughs> probably will never remember ever. It was something profound and was going to change your life and cause you to be a millionaire, and, and now it's just all awkward. right. <laughs> <I> oh
6: <know. laughs> All right, I'll try to see you next week, uh, and I'll definitely try to be here on Halloween too. So Perfect.
1: All right, hon, fantastic and, job.
6: Uh, thank you so much. This is Eric Shulman. Uh, I actually just deleted my Facebook. I'm taking a long break. I have six books I'm working on with my editor, and I decided I'm going to work on that for a while. And I want to finish my seventh book, and I might—I have a couple more ideas for some more books too. So I might make a profile again later on when I'm not so busy. So. Very cool.
1: All right, honey, fantastic job.
6: Uh, thanks so much. This—I'll uh, see you next weekend. I'll see you next week. So I'll see you next week. Have a great one. Bye. All right,
1: honey, too. All uh. right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, bye, Eric. So we have area code 469. I see you on the board. You were able to get in, but you do not have your hand up. So 469, if you wanted to come on and talk to us tonight, press 1 on your phone, and that will let me know that you would like to come on and speak with us. If you're here just listening, thank you for being here. If you change your mind at any time, you can press 1. That's four six nine four six nine four six nine. 469 469 469 you're not in the lineup. <laughs> press one if you'd like to come on. So I said that enough times they know I'm talking to them, 469. Yeah. So 469, if you want to come on, press one. Just want to make sure you know, just in case. All right, so we're going to go ahead. I'm actually going to uh, take a real quick break, and I'm going to play a track by uh, Michelle Bradshaw. It's called Still Afraid, and then we will be right
15: ugly like that, because no matter how well laid out the war plans are, there's always going to be some collateral damage, wasting money by murdering the worker bees. And it wasn't every day, but frequent to the point that news stories of insurgent activity in our streets have been just enough to erode the uptown confidence and slavery. Kind of fucks it up for a few legitimate black entrepreneurial enterprises trying to build up a nation from within. Imagine what that does to a local economy. Now. Make that the reality. Of every little hood nigga like me. General Patton was a bad mofo, but I bet he wouldn't have slapped Robert. Because these schools taught dude to expect to fight at least once a day in PE. And his mom taught him discipline with the cord on the iron. And his dad taught him he wasn't shit and threw his ass out. And these streets taught him nihilism and how to not give a fuck. Robert was a real nigga. He learned that. Robert was twice as big as Larry, and Larry's a bouncer. Nah, General Patton wouldn't have slapped Robert. Cause I know for a fact, last time Robert saw terrorists, he did his patriotic duty to defend his street. And they found Homeboy dead with over 15 slugs in him. Robert said it made his dick hard. When he saw that dude down in that uniform of blue on the wrong side of 12th Street, any side of 12th Street, he knew what it meant. It meant war And it wasn't a battle of the bulge But let me remind you that Robert was a big, big man He fucked that dude up And I lost a brother And I lost Robert And I lose like they lose Like we lose Cause no one gains in war, war. Yeah, I've been there It looks like slit arteries Pumping moisture like Nile from that dude that didn't make the payoff When the shakedown cops came It smells like bums Homeless for weeks, needing to score. It sounds like it's gonna be a fight. When nae mom found out her dad got fired today. It feels like the cold winds of Lake Michigan are gonna claim another life tonight. Because the lights are off. It tastes like wick vouchers and government cheese. Bitched at by conservatives that all wanted to go overseas for the war effort. And even though I ain't never took aim at anything other than wild game or an issue, it's Don't make me not a soldier. A man with intellect is the definition of resistance. So, viva la et tu as I play with the sounds of familiarity. As some wonder why hood music has the brass swagger of death by the dick. But getting that in the hood, we don't have the luxury of just learning about war. We get to live it.
1: I remember now what I was going to tell Eric. He said he was going to take one of his books and put it in every library. In I don't remember if he said in the country or in the world. So I looked them both up, and there are 116,867, to the best of their knowledge, libraries in the United States. Okay, so that would be a really fun trip going to all 116,867 libraries. Now, in the world, there are, to the best of their knowledge, 350,000 libraries. So I was looking at that, and I thought, you know, we have a little over, just barely over one-third of all the libraries in the world are in the United States. How cool is that? I guess that that whole thing kind of made me smile. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to bring Mama back on. I know she had another one she wanted to share. And then I'm going to check with Stan because we have no lines coming in right now. I want to check with Stan to see if maybe if he wants to read another one. Tomiko, I still have you on the line, so I will probably check with you in a second. And then we still have 469, who is not in the lineup. So 469, again, if you'd like to come on the air and talk with us, go ahead and press 1. And that will note that uh, I should be bringing you on. So, Mama, are you with me? Yes, I am. How are you doing? Did you find something else you wanted to share?
0: Yes, I wanted to
1: share something else because this
0: program has brought so many wonderful poets, and I was just delighted um, to hear everybody. (laughs) People I
4: haven't
0: heard in a long time. And I just really love Tamiko. Yeah, I'm so glad you um, had her do too because she has a unique way with with, with words. I wish I could be, is it called Brevity? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wish, wish I've been trying to learn that and it's really not easy. But she goes on my, she's a member of Poetry Soup too. I'm gonna go on poetry soup and read uh, uh, a lot of her stuff because she's she's done that for me. And um nobody else on the show just like got on there, Except for uh what's man's name that used to come on a long time ago. he hadn't been on in a while. He used to play the instrument's everything. You're not
1: talking about Robbie. Yeah, Robbie Baby. Yeah. He
0: he he kinda He's on Poetry, too. And Tamiko's to over there, and I'm over there. So I hope you go over there and read some of uh, my stuff and her stuff. And last, I hope you go over there and join and put some of your stuff on here. That will be great. all here. I'm losing my voice, so let me go ahead and read this. <clears throat> it's called When the Truth Hits the Fan. How much of what was gained will be lost when the truth hits the fan? What was done, now undone. What was lost can never again be found. Every day the truth is spinning, waiting to blast off, takes flight in the darkness of confusion, looking for the light. The truth has never been prepared Coming up for air, moving close to the sand, lips with tight grip are zipped, someone almost let it slip, liars are stationed everywhere, the details of altered accounts, everyone must get it right, the truth is drowning in despair, panting for air, only half of the truth was told. Bright beginners can't keep their stories straight. So we wait as they huddle, moving steadily away from the actuality. Flashlights, flickers, search parties distracted by the snickers, trying to remember what not to say. We have listened patiently, discerningly, waiting
15: for the truth
0: to fly, because man paid attention. Man pays attention when the truth hits the fan. I said when the truth hits the fan, if we let our case also stand, we will all be banned. That's when the truth hits the fan by Mama was. I
1: loved it. So, I normally don't ask, but I'm going to kill some time here. And I want you to tell me about the writing of that poem real quick, if you would.
0: Well, let me see.
1: Um, January 1st, I
0: don't actually see the date. uh, Which January? But I know it all started when we got the liar. Uh, No, this was before the liar. Uh, It's just 2012. So, it's just about people that tell lies in the in, in office and people that tell lies is leading our community astray. So I guess it just rose to the occasion. But by me having that discerning spirit, I trying to knew where we were headed. And, uh, people don't tell the truth, um, just like what Attorney Barr is doing right now. I mean, he's going to defend that lie at it. Oh, you know, it, it's just hard. Um, uh-huh. And our cake bosses all the time. No one's allowed to tell the truth. And when they let it slip, like I said, bright beginners can't keep their story straight. And that uh, Giuliani, whatever his name is, <laughs> he goes and messes up everything, and so he can't keep his story straight. So, but this was written in 2012 it's just uh, it's about people that can't tell the truth and their little followers they got trained to try to keep their lives straight but they can't and so that's where we are right now so like I said I had to look at the date because it's applicable to a lot of things are going on now but it was going on this was written December 30th 2012 it was posted uh, January 5th, 2013, I guess.
1: Awesome. All right. So do me a favor, Mama, and tell everyone once again how they can find you.
0: Quadry Soup is the best place to look for me. Quadry okay. Soup.
1: Awesome. All right, Vicky Aqua, Mama, we love you. Thank you for being here and Thank we'll you. talk to you next week, okay? I'm glad I was a part of this one. This was great. I mean, everybody. It's been a fun night. Yeah. Yes,
0: it was. Now, are you going to do something to close us out?
1: No, I still got up more callers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's still more people. Okay. They're just like pouring in now. The lines must be back oh. up. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right, well, we'll talk to you next week, Kenny.
0: Okay, bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. All right, so once again, I want to let area code 469 know that you are not lined up, in it, as well as 863, 863, you are not in the lineup. So 863, if you want to come on the air, press 1 on your phone. That will let me know that you want to uh, come on and talk with us. That's 863, press 1 if you'd like to come on the air. And let's go ahead and grab. Let's go ahead and grab area code 608.
16: 608, you're on the air. Fuzzy Herman in the woods. Fuzzy Herman
1: in the woods here. So, where are you?
16: I'm in Wyoming.
1: You're
16: still in Wyoming? Back. Yeah, back in Wyoming.
1: Uh, did you drop down into Colorado?
16: Yeah, for like two days, and then it got hot again, so I came back here. <laughs> Anyways. it. it a few days ago, I, I keep checking the weather along the front range, and I think it was Sun Sunday and Monday, AccuWeather said that for today – uh, Colorado Springs was looking at possibly meeting the record from like 2003 or something at 87. I don't know how hot it got there, but I wasn't going to be there. <laughs> I need to go. I need to go down there, so I'm going to try and drive down there tomorrow. I was going to go to Laramie today, but it's, it was windier earlier, so I decided not to. That's Amy. I hear hear her
7: scratching.
16: Pawing it. Yeah, she's scratching the bottom of the kennel. (laughs) So what did you bring for tonight, Daddy? Lakota is flinging his door with his paw. I leave his door open because he behaves much better.
7: He's a good dog.
16: So, yes, he is. Um, I'm going to read something titled Honor Day. Today is a celebration because today I choose to live a life I want to live. Not the life I dreamed of yesterday. Not the life I dreamed of last week. Not the dream I dreamed of last month, not the life I dreamed of last year, or the life I dreamed of years ago. Why? Because today is also honor day. Why you ask? Because today I choose to live my life by also celebrating in honoring the lives of those I love. Those who are still here and those who have already transitioned to the life that awaits us when our time here on this earthly plane has been completed. To celebrate this honor day and those I love I choose to look for the things in my life which I am grateful for. I run through the still pictures and the movies, my memories in my mind's eye, which were, rec- which were created with all those who I have touched and all those who have touched me in the depths of my soul. Why? Why? Because those memories were created together and helped sustain me now and will for the rest of my days. Of this I have no doubt. May the memories you have created with those you love do at least as much for you as the memories I created with those I love have done for me. And continue to do for me on a daily basis. Because no one can take those cherished memories away from me. And no one can take those cherished memories away from you. So set aside some time today. And do as I do. Celebrating this honor day. And poem.
1: That was beautiful and Sapien. Thank you You're very welcome I like that one a
16: lot uh, can't remember What was going on when I wrote it And I just Haven't really been able to write much For quite a while. Well,
1: you've been kind of running around too, so that's completely understandable.
16: Yeah, I also have some really bad news. What? I lost Arthur last Saturday.
1: I knew that was not going to be long in coming.
16: Yeah. Yeah. Still a little yeah. surreal.
4: I know.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, but you you loved him and cuddled him right there to the end. So, you know, I've got some pictures of the two of you guys together. So I'll get those sent over to you.
16: Thank you, and thank you much for all the pictures that you took with my phone. I didn't realize how many you took. You took a lot. Um, and for those who are listening who have no clue what's going on here, Merlin was my service dog for 13 and a half years. I found him in 1995. I lost him 11 years ago in August and Arthur was his last remaining son and relative of a pack of 18 so Merlin and part of Merlin has been with me for over 24 years and now it's all over except for the memories (laughs) and I'm just grateful that Amy got to spend as much time with him as she did and that she got along with him better than anybody and that Lakota was able to spend some time with Arthur. They both liked each other. Yeah. And Lakota was looking around for Arthur the next day. So I've been kind of going in and out about thinking about him and everybody else and kind of sinking my head into things that I'm trying to do here and just kind of get lost for a little while and then reality sets in again. I almost lost him a week ago Friday night. And so it was, Friday night was actually rougher than Saturday night. I'm just... I wasn't there for a lot of the ones that I lost. And I'm just really grateful that I was there till the end with with Arthur.
1: Yeah. Well, he... uh, I mean, he was having a pretty rough go of it there at the end. So... You know, I, he's just lucky that he had you. You guys are—we're blessed to have each other. And uh, you know, I know it really hurts, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it's so hard right now, but it'll get better.
7: Yeah. Just uh,
16: get get
1: Annie pre- pregnant with Lakota and start all over. <laughs>
16: <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I'd really rather find a white female that's mostly Arctic. Or else an Alaskan male on mute.
1: Yeah. Or a giant
16: on mute.
1: I got something I'll send you after the show, but I got a couple other callers to get to, baby, so do me a favor and tell everyone how to find you.
16: Sure. And maybe we could talk. I got a few questions I wanted to ask you. hmm Um Oh like I didn't want to get another harness. But um you can find me by typing in Poetry in the Wind as one word, no spaces. Put it in the Facebook search box find me there cool composite picture that Nyla made for me maybe I'll switch up my picture and put Arthur up there um, if you're interested in reading some of my pieces you can find them in a book entitled held a fusion of brilliance volume 2 which is available on Amazon to an international anthology of writers from Canada, the U.K., and the U.S. It also has some cool art in it.
1: Awesome. All right, sweetheart, I will talk to you here shortly, and we will all talk to you again next week.
16: Sounds good. All right. Thanks,
1: Naila. Thanks, Nyla. James.
11: Bye,
16: hon.
1: Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 863.
11: 863, you're on the air. Um, hello, Naila. Hey Noreen, how are you, my yeah. love? Okay, I'm I'm doing okay. <laughs> oh, I think I found out. I discovered what happened. Um, I couldn't um 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 press when I press one, I couldn't get in the queue. That's because for some reason, when I dial one before the before the area code, it won't it won't take the, me being in the queue. But I had to hang up and dial without the one, then it let me get in the queue. Ain't that weird?
1: That is really
11: weird. Yeah, maybe that's because I got a landline. Maybe landline was different from a cell phone.
1: That could be.
11: Yep. Yep. Okay. And and, and I, to, to, tonight um, I have a um, poem um, by um, Gary, um, Gary Snyder. It's called Lost in Success. Okay. And I know he's right here because I can feel him now. It seems like he's always here. I know he is. Okay. Lost in Success. A determined horse named Dawn created some miraculous feathers. He soared with the eagles until he lost sight of the earth. He joined the falling stars disappearing in the moonlit night. The End. That was beautiful. Yes. <laughs> he, I think it, it took me. It's a lot of meaning to it in, in a short. He got it, and he put a lot of meaning to it in a short piece. I love it. He
1: did. He did.
2: Yes. And
1: yeah. Fantastic job on that one.
11: Yes, he sure did.
1: <laughs>
11: okay.
1: And what of yours are you going to read, love?
11: Okay, and I did your, the homework you, you, you have up there on your, um, on your page. Is, um the poem I'll never write begins. Okay, I don't know how good it is. Um, okay, the poem I'll never write begins. The poem I'll never write begins when there is no more me, when I stop breathing, only my ashes remain. How can I write a poem when I no longer exist? Only in your memories. That is when the poem I'll Never Write begins. The end. Oh, that was beautiful, Noreen. Wow, it is. Wow, yes. thank you. <laughs> wow, thank you. <laughs> I love that. Wow. <laughs> I get so worried. Ever since Gary passed away, I get so worried if my poem's doing any good or not. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I started losing confidence after you passed away, but then no, he, always no, me, no. he always tells me he always told me what you always wrote before I came along. And going, you know, he always tells me that. <laughs> hmm
1: mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's the your writing. You know, you're mm-hmm. writing. You're writing the things that you do. You know, that's yes. like the heartbeat that you guys shared together. You know, yes. so in your in your writing, the way that you write together, even. Even now, still the way you guys write together, because he's always present with you, that are present with you. That's you know one of the ways you keep him alive and breathing with you.
11: Yes. You can't quit mm-hmm. writing ever. Yes. Okay. Um, thank you. You're mm-hmm. and, and, yes, and, and um, welcome. Okay. And and yesterday, no, was today Thursday. The other day, I did I I participate and read a poem to a child. And, and my friend across the street, um, I read to her three daughters. I did it twice because, uh, because her two daughters was, got home earlier before the other one did. So they told me go ahead and do, do it. So I did it with them the first time around, and I did it in our front in, my, in our front porch. Then the second time around, I did it with her other daughter. I read I read about seventeen poems. I did a Jabberwocky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to listen That's to funny. it on YouTube, and then I would listened to it on there, and then I thought, "Well, I'm, I'll try," and I and I don't know how I did, but oh, I'm um, sure you did amazing, honey. Okay, and and one of the girls, Shelby, told me you should be proud of yourself. She told me I did really good. You should be. Thank you, and I You're and, my, and, and I did, and I the last one I did. Was, um, when America be America again When, wait, Uh uh-oh I don't want to do, um, Langston Hughes, um, Injustice, uh-oh Oh, Oh, that, uh (laughs) uh-oh It's okay Oh, no Uh-oh Oh, Oh, no, my mind went blank, I'm sorry Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh and then I did a couple of Elizabeth Barrett Browning too. Mm-hmm.
1: You read some of you read some of hers?
11: Yes, a couple of them. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It was "Let America Be America Again" by Langston
11: Hughes. Yes, yes, that's it. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Noreen, you're amazing. I want to thank you Thanks. for sharing this tonight. You. And just real okay. proud of you, real proud of everything you're doing.
11: Well, thank we you. you. Okay. And 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 only reason I can do it because I know Gary's here with me, and that's helping me to 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 get to get to get along to get on because I know he's here. I feel him all the time, and mm-hmm. and that's how I'm pushing on. And I got photos of him all over, and um and helping me. And I got butterflies too, you know, and, oh. and it's all helping me.
1: Oh that's so beautiful, honey.
11: Yes, and I know God is helping me, too. I can't leave him out, either, because I know he's helping me, too. And
1: we're all there holding your hand, baby girl.
11: Yes. All right. Yes.
1: So tell us again how to find you.
11: Okay. Um, you can find Gary and I, our books, on um, Amazon.com. There's three of them, and only um, two of them will be... Um, Will be you can get an e-book, but um, I'll get the e-book later on on the other ones. Okay, and um, and our th- th- three um books are the Hour of Truth, Two Hearts in One, and the Reflections of Our Inner Beings. You can find that on Amazon.com, and our website is um, Gary and Noreen Snyder com slash poetry, and then you you can find um Gary at wikinut.com, facebook.com, reverbnation.com, um, um, poetrypoem.com. Um, I think he's on com. I can't, I, I, I think. Okay, and then he's also Bo and googiglable. Mm-hmm. And then, um, then you can find me on, um, uh, wixynut.com. Facebook.com, um, PoetryPoem.com, ReverbNation.com, and and i dot um, AllPoetry.com, and I'm also Googleable and Googleable. I can't do it <laughs> like I used to. I I just forgot. You, I forgot.
1: you do just
11: absolutely fine. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, and 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 Andy did an awesome job. And and I remember I remember when he wrote that poem. He got inspired by the poem I read I read up there. I, mm-hmm. I read a poem. I remember that, and he got he was inspired to write that one. And he I remember him telling me and Gary on the show that it got accepted in a magazine about eight years ago, and that is awesome. And congratulations to yes,
1: you're immortal. <laughs>
11: Well, thank you. <laughs>
1: mm. You're welcome, honey.
11: Okay. And and congratulations too, Andy if if, if you hear if you're still there, I'm getting married.
1: I know. And Got I ho- married I- in July. I- Can you believe that, Noreen?
11: No, because no, I didn't know it until tonight. I said, "Wow.
1: I'm lucky. Well. That's how I figured it out."
11: <laughs> and I hope <laughs> they both have a a wonderful, fantastic marriage like Gary and I had all them, all these years and I ho- and I should hope they have nothing but blessings and happiness everything they both deserve
1: you know what's really funny Noreen is you say you know you yes. wonder if you're touching anyone with your poems you're wondering if you should still write and all of that yes. and one of the things that I always said about you and Gary is that you guys were an amazing example of what unconditional love is and what complete wow. soul surrender is to each other and You know, all the years that Andy has been exposed to the two of you and to your relationship and to the way that Mm -hmm. the two of you shared from your hearts, you know, you know that that has touched Andy and helped shape him as a person. And my hope for him is that he carries you and Gary in his heart as he walks in his new relationship with his wife. Oh, yes. you guys are a fine example to follow.
11: Wow, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Yes, you touch people. Yes, you change lives. Yes, what you do is important. Mm. Still and always. Wow. Mm. Yeah, wow. think about that. Think about that. Andy's Andy's got a new wife. You know how yes. much of you how much of you is fingerprinted? How much of you Gary is fingerprinted? You know, wow. on on Andy just from being exposed to you guys for the last bazillion years. Yes. You wow. know? There's yes. things that he's going to do in his marriage that are a result of being exposed to you and Gary, and that's a beautiful thing. Yes.
11: And, yes, and in that, is. don't we
1: all live on forever?
11: Yes. Yes, we do. Yeah.
1: All right, Noreen. We will talk to okay. you next week.
11: Yes, I'll be there next week. Oh, and I might start a portrait group with them girls too, across the street. I might oh, get into awesome. poetry. Yes, that is awesome. I'll I think you supposed to that. Yep. Yes. Yes. That'll
1: be really good for you. Yes. Yes. All right, honey. We love you, sweetheart, and we'll talk to you next week.
11: Okay. Talk to you next week, and 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 we love you too, um, Nyla. And oh, and I want to thank um, all the sponsors that, for sponsoring the show, so we poets have the venue. And I want to um, thank you, Nyla, and um, Michael Quig. And um Christopher Ryan and um and um and uh, mama um, for uh sponsoring I mean for hosting the show for, for the for this year. So we have a bit, so we have poets have a venue too. And it, this is awesome and thank you, Nyla. I'm
1: hey, so glad of the show. We're glad you're here with us. Thank you, Noreen.
11: You're welcome. Okay. Good night, baby girl. You good good night.
1: All right, so 469, I'm not bringing you on because you did not press one. If you 469, if you do want to come on, press one real quick. Um, otherwise, just really glad you're here hanging out with us. I'm going to go ahead and bring Stan on again to close out the show with me. Stan, did you want to read another piece, honey?
12: I sure would.
1: Awesomeness. <laughs> what would you like to share?
12: Well, this is a little piece of of a man of romantic nature being overwhelmed. It's called Piercing. In those soul-clutching eyes, an abyss of wonder and trance, impossible not to stare transfixed, though tried to merely glance, a depth within them so profound, their body and hair barely seen at all, A sensuous siren of infinite charms, my soul's feelings rush forth in free fall. She moves as if fluid in easy grace, a gaze at the saunter and sway of her hips, her hair a cascade of wildfire tresses, soft petal rose dew moist her lips. Feel my steadfast reserve slipping fast, and back into those eyes I fear. My heart opened to the hummed edge of her limbs. I await my fate as she draws near in peace.
1: That was beautiful. You know, there were there were some lines in there and I I didn't get the second one exactly, but the concept is there. But you're talking about um like wildfire tresses right and yes. you're just picturing this this flaming hair you know hair made out of flames and then immediately you start talking about the moist what was the second line after that
12: soft petal robes do moist her lips
1: yeah and so what happens so you're talking you're talking about this this just infernal hair and then all of a sudden talking about the soft dew lips and what happens when you put fire and water together? You cre- I mean, instantly by putting those two lines in such contrast to each other, side by side like that, instantly our brain creates the image of steam, which adds to just the pure intensity of that entire piece. That's what, I, you know, when I'm talking about choosing your words wisely, figuring out how they weave together, creating you know, dramatic effects with the what you write. That's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, how you can use words and their relation to each other to create an extra three or four lines of poetry without having to write anything. Does that make sense? Because I got the yes, same exactly. aspect of that, but you didn't even have to write anything about it because of the way you wove those two sentences together. You created that external image between the contrast of the two. I think that's all. I'm, I think that's
12: what I'm trying to say.
1: I don't know. Well, I've been talking you. for over three hours. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I hope that you. makes I sense.
12: I hear you. Yes, it did. It made In perfect other words, sense. great you.
1: job. You're welcome, Stan.
12: Thank you. And all thank right. Do you me a favor, so love. To be back.
1: Uh, you have no idea how much I've missed you. Seriously. Like, Laying in, on the floor in the fetal position, shaking with like bugs crawling under my skin, kind of <laughs> missing you. Yeah.
12: <laughs> I feel so bad now. Shame on me. <laughs>
1: it was horrible. I can't even tell you. Oh, it was so bad. All right. Stan, tell everyone how to find your baby.
12: You can find me on Nyla Lisa's Speakeasy Cafe. You can yeah, find that's me on. It's the only
1: a- place. I'm oh. sorry. I was, being, I, I was being a little greedy. <laughs> Go That's ahead again.
12: That's
2: okay.
1: That's
12: okay. <laughs> on occasions on a Tuesday, you might find me on the Hurt Locker on Epiphany Radio. On occasion, uh, you can find me in the poetry group's Garden of Poetry and Prose and in Poetry of Springs Embrace. And I am also in three anthologies the 2017 and the 2018 anthologies of World Poetry Open Mic. And the Outlaw Poetry's anthology were in cahoots on Amazon.
1: Awesome. All right, Stan, great job tonight. Thank you so much for sharing. And we will talk to you next week.
12: <laughs> yes, ma'am, we will.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you, sweetheart. And thank you. All righty, everybody. You've been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe open mic poetry show, The Sound of Ink. I want to thank you all for being here tonight. Um, we are past the mark. I have no switchboard now. So I just want to thank all of you readers and listeners alike for being here. I love you dearly. You just made tonight an amazing night for all of us. So thank you so much. Uh, We will be here next week. I am going to close the show with an audio track and this is by Constantine and it's called the fall. And I love this piece. And since uh, last week was the first day of fall, I just thought it would be appropriate to play this tonight. So here we go. Good night, everybody.
17: Just know.